Yes, yeah, so, so, Coney Island Fun, ladies and gentlemen, from Marvin Hamlet from the movie Sophie's Choice from 1982, starring Kevin Klein and also Meryl Streep and Peter McNichol. Welcome to episode 248 of Raw Radio. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared D. Jalon, for the final Monday of the month of June, ladies and gentlemen. Monday, June 29th, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. 62920, ladies and gentlemen. And this is episode 248. Welcome to the show. 1 605 562 pound You can join us right now. We are expecting a bunch of people today, including the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, the Valve Stinking Al Patel, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie will be returning back after a few weeks, however. Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, uh, Gerard T. Smith, the Michelle Lindod, the Black Widow. Of course, uh, also we will be welcoming uh, some other friends, including possibly Justin Lewis Fleming and our other good friend Shaq from New York, the Loose Cannon, if you will. We have got a lot to talk about, so let's get into the news right away. Of course, the big news of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw tonight. Of course, a lot going down. Of course, two contract signings tonight will take place, ladies and gentlemen, the first of which will be taking place between the women. As Sasha Banks, the boss, Howard, will be taking on the Empress herself, believe it or not, Asuka. That's right, Asuka, believe it or not, will be taking on Sasha Banks, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in a few weeks at Extreme Rules. Also this afternoon, we'll be talking about Fighter Fest, ladies and gentlemen, which will be coming up this Wednesday live on TNT, ladies and gentlemen, as we will have our predictions for you coming up in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the contract signing between Dolph Ziggler to show up in the Current champion, the Scottish psychopathic field, Drew McIntyre, will be also be signed coming up tonight. Meanwhile, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, in other news, however, we understand, however, according to Fox 31 News or 13news.com, the city of Jacksonville, Florida, has passed a mandatory mask order that will go into effect beginning at 5 o'clock this afternoon. The city requires call for masks to be worn in, quote, public and indoor locations and in other situations where individuals cannot socially distance. With that said, however, mind you, however, AEW tapes its events in Jacksonville Daily's place, and because it's an outdoor venue, it is unlikely that the company will be asked to adhere to the mask policy while in the amphitheater. However, they will be taping Fighter Fest that will be airing this Wednesday and then this Thursday for the following week's show, if you will, however, that will air on July 8th. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this story. In addition to that, seven matches have already been listed for AEW Dark coming up, believe it or not, however, tomorrow night, which you can check on YouTube.com beginning at 7 p.m. And here are the matches that you will see prior to Fighter Fest coming up on Wednesday night, tomorrow night on AEW Dark. It will be the Murderhawk Maniac Monster, Lance Archer himself, taking on Pineapple Pete, a.k.a. Sugar Dunkerton. The Young Bucks, Howard Matt and Nick Jackson, Howard will take on Peter Avalon, along with his girlfriend, Lavia Blue Pants Bates, if you will, however, and Brandon Cutler. Griff Garrison will take on the former NWA superstar known as Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks, a few weeks ago, making his debut in AEW, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, challenging Cody Rhodes for the AEW TNT TV title, which, by the way, of course, Cody will be defending this coming Wednesday night against Jake Hager. Meanwhile, Kylan King and Skylar Moore will take on Brandy Rhodes and Allie. Brandy Rhodes and Allie, of course, as you know, have not been seen eye to eye on a lot of things lately, but they will be forced to team up this week, however as they take on Skylar Moore and Kai Lynn King. Meanwhile, Low Rida and Fuego Del Sol will take on, the, take on uh, Allie's former uh, henchman, if you will, the Butcher and the Blade, who, of course, will be teaming up with the Death Triangle, taking on the Bucks and FTR, Dash and Cash, if you will, coming up this week at Fighter Fest. 
Meanwhile, Low Rider and Fuego del Sol again will take on the Butcher and the Blade prior to their big match coming up on Wednesday night, however, mind you, however, this Tuesday on AEW Dark. Meanwhile, Scorpio Sky of SoCal Uncensored will take on Brady Pierce. And in the main event, ladies and gentlemen, the Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger, Sean Spears, whatever you want to call him, Howard will take on Max Caster. Sean Spears, as you know, will be with his coach, Tully Blanchard, formerly the Full Horseman, in that show. Meanwhile, Howard, speaking of NXT, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Wednesday night, NXT will be bringing you the Great American Bash. Yes, folks, the Great American Bash returns, ladies and gentlemen, to USA, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 8 p.m. on USA. And so far, here are the matches of night one of two that you will see coming up this Wednesday at the Great American Bash. Timothy Thatcher will take on Oni Larkin, ladies and gentlemen. This was just announced, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend. Oni Larkin, of course, has been really uh, running his mouth as of late, Howard, and especially against Timothy Thatcher, Let's just say, and Timothy Thatcher earlier today announced, Tower that he has accepted Oni Larkin's challenge for the upcoming Great American Bash. And, of course, you can see that coming up this Wednesday night on USA beginning at 8 p.m. Also, ladies and gentlemen, in a non-title matchup, it will be the boss, Sasha Banks, taking on the current women's champion, Io Shirai, ladies and gentlemen, the genius of the sky, who hopes to be smart and fly high, Howard, and show who's boss here now in NXT coming up this Wednesday night in a non-title matchup as these two will tangle. Meanwhile, in a strap match, it'll, of course, will be Dexter Loomis taking on Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era. Roderick Strong, as you know, the last few weeks, Howard, has not been uh, feeling the best of uh, things, let's just say, ever since being scarred and scared out of his wits, if you will, just a few weeks ago at the In Your House takeover, if you will, by Dexter Loomis. But this week, Howard, he will be forced to wear a strap on his arm, and the winner is simple, Howard. The winner, whoever wins this match, gets to hit the other person after the match. And as a result, these two will tangle with one another once again, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Wednesday night on the first night of two, ladies and gentlemen, as it will be Dexter Loomis taking on one half of the Undisputed Era, Roddy, Roddy Strong, if you will in a strap match. Also, ladies and gentlemen, what about the big one? Of course, everyone is talking about the big one. Of course, John will be talking about that. Of course, John referring to John Gross, our human suplex machine and historian, who will be joining us shortly, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, John is on his way right now. In fact, John is joining us right now. As we say good afternoon to him, episode 248, John, we were just talking about the Great American Bash. It seems like we're going to have a busy week with Fighter Fest and the Great American Bash. We sure will. And, of course, I was just talking about some of the matches that you will see this week, including Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong, Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Larkin, Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks. But these are the other two we'll talk about, and I know you will talk more about that tonight on your video as well as NXT on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated on Facebook.com. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. And sign up right now for the Fighter Fest Challenge Hour. Spots are still going, however. You want to get your spot in as soon as possible. Otherwise, you're going to be shut out, however, and out of luck, however, coming up on Wednesday. So you definitely have until tomorrow to sign up as far as that goes. But here are the other two matches very quickly. But before we do, coming up tomorrow night, we will talk about Fighter Fest and Monday Night Raw, 138. 055 pound. John will supply the birthdays in HGTS and I will have your news headlines for you at Revolution at 9 o'clock. Plus, we understand there will be a title match possibly in the works. At 7 o'clock, folks, we will continue our look back at the 50 unique moments of WCW history the good, the bad, and the ugly. John, myself, along with the King of Clubs, Trent Patel, and possibly the Rouse Lincoln L. Patel, and some other people will be joining us, including King NWO, George T. Smith, and Michelle Lindodds on Wrestling Revisit at 139926 pound. You definitely want to check that out. And then on Thursday, folks, we'll have Wolfpack View recapping Firefest and the first night of NXT Great American Bash 138521 pound. John will be supplying the birthdays and dates for that at 9 p.m. this Thursday. Oh, GTS and I will have your news headlines. And then this Friday, we'll start your 4th of July weekend off with a big bang. No pun intended, ladies and gentlemen, with Revolution. As John will be taking off Friday night, however, for the holiday weekend, if you will. But we'll be back on Monday, however, as we will get you set up, however, for 
Extreme Rules, however, if you will. Coming up next week on Raw Radio, episode number 250, I believe. We'll be hitting the 250 mark coming up next Monday. You definitely want to check that out. Of course, uh, GTS now will have your news headlines, but we will have a surprise for you as far as who will be supplying the birthdays and dates go. But real quick, these are the other two matches that will be coming up this Wednesday on the first night of Fighter Fest, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me. NXT's Great American Bash, if you will. It will be Dakota Kai taking on Candice LeRae, taking on Tegan Knox, taking on Mia Yim, and a fatal four-way to see who will be the new number one contender to challenging Io Shirai in the NXT Women's title. That will be coming up this Wednesday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget about this match, ladies and gentlemen. It will be winner-take-all. Yes, folks, it is finally sealed, and it's going to deliver, folks. Yes, folks, the four times. 400-day-plus champion Adam Cole, baby, will be taking his title on the line against the man, however, which says lives matter, however, if you will, the very destructive, the very ultra-suave, very, uh, let's just say, hard-hitting Keith Lee, ladies and gentlemen, 6'8", 345, will bring the pain, however, to Adam Cole, and I'm sure we will see a great match with those two when Cole and Lee go at it, winner-take-all, not only for the NXT North American title, but also the main belt as well, as there will be not one champion crown, but both belts will be on the line, ladies and gentlemen, in a winner-take-all series coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this coming week. Also, one final match that will be listed, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the birthdays and dates with John. This match was just announced recently on Thursday. It will be the former NXT champion, Rhea Ripley, taking on Robert Stone and Ayla in a handicap match. But if Rhea loses, she has to join the Robert Stone brand. Will she do it? Will she give in to it? We'll find out coming up this week. But in the meantime, right now we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John. And when we come back, folks, we're going to talk a little bit about what has been going on in the WWE the last few days that right now has people up in the tizzy, including people that are saying right now WWE has signed Tesla Blanchard. Is this a good move or a bad move by WWE? And also... Is Brock Lesnar coming back, however, around SummerSlam weekend and challenging Drew McIntyre for the championship and getting back the belt? John and I weigh on that topic along with Tesla and the other news going on in the WWE as of late as well as AEW in just a few moments. But right now, let's turn it over to the birthdays and dates with John as he has a lot to discuss here right now. All right. 48 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji defeated Chief J. Strongbow and Sonny King to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. 22 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, RVD and Sabu defeated Chris Candido and Lance Storm to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. In the show's main event, the Dudley Boys defeated the Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, and then Tushi Anita, Deathmatch Legend. 21 years ago today, WWE presented King of the Ring from the Greensboro Call Team in North Carolina. Yes, the home of our own Mr. WCW himself, yes. Yep, and it was when Billy Gunn won the 1999 King of the Ring. Yes. 20 years ago today, a SmackDown taping in Hartford, Connecticut, Steve Blackman defeated Crash Holly to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. Also on that same day, the Delaware Court of Chancery rules that the WWE can move its programming from USA Networks to Viacom in September. Yes. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, 16 years ago today, WWE presented the Great American Bash from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, that was 
the worst major wrestling show of the year, but JBL defeated Eddie Guerrero in a Texas Bull Rope match to win the WWE Championship. Sorry. Yep. And The Undertaker defeats the Dudley Boys in a concrete crit match with Paul Bearer being buried alive. Speaking of Paul Bearer, did you get a chance to watch last night the WWE Network uh, new Austin uh, Broken Skull Sessions with Mark Henry? I heard it was pretty good, actually. No. I heard it was pretty good. I aired last night. I'll definitely have to check it out. Okay. Happy 30th birthday to Kimberly. And I do have one news to report. 2011, Sam Punk did his pipe bomb promo. Any birthdays today? We do have one. Happy birthday, of course, to Jim Edmonds of the California Evangelical League Baseball, turning 50 years old. Also, we want to wish a happy 31st birthday to Kimberly, who worked as Abby Laith in NXT. And happy 46th birthday to uh, Ace Starling. Also, today would have been the birthday of Dick the Bruiser, ladies and gentlemen. Dick the Bruiser, of course, would have been 91. He passed away at the age of 62 in November of 1991 of internal bleeding. Uh, yep. Uh, 37 years ago today in New York City, Chief J and Jules Strongbow defeated Mr. Fuji and Mr. Stadial to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. 23 years ago today, WCW presents Saturday Nitro from the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. Chris Jericho defeated six in just 37 seconds to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Yes. 21 years ago today on Raw's War from Charlotte, North Carolina, Stone Cold defeated The Undertaker to win the WWE Championship for the third time. Hmm. Yep. Um, and also with... Also, 11 years ago today, WWE presented The Bash from the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California. The home of our good Rey friend, Mysterio. Sacramento Danny from Oak Park, by the way. Yep. Rey Mysterio defeated Chris Jericho in a mask versus title match when the WWE Intercontinental title. Yes. But Chris Jericho didn't leave empty-handed. As Chris Jericho and Edge defeated Carlito and Primo to win the WWE Unified Tag Team Championship. And Michelle McCool defeated Melina to win the WWE Women's Championship. Huh. Yep. Seven years ago today, Matthew Osborne, who has had the biggest success as the original Doink the Clown, died at the age of 55. He was also known as Big Josh in WCW in the early 90s, however, too. Yep. Um, okay. Let's let you know of Jim Edmonds very quickly, ladies and gentlemen. He played 17 years in the big leagues, bat 284, 393 home runs, 
1,200 runs batted in. He was a member of the California Anaheim Angels for six years, 93 through 99. The Cardinals for seven years as a member of the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame, 2002-2007. He went to San Diego and Chicago in 2008. Milwaukee and Cincinnati in, in 10. He is a Silver Slug winner of 2004. He also won the Gold Glove 97-98, 2002-2005, World Champion 2006. Of course, he also is a four-time All-Star, 95, 2000, 2003, and 2005. Okay. All right. Five years ago today, TNA presented Slammiversary from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. Huh. Yeah. Um, this was Austin Aries defeating Daisy Richards as this was his final match. Huh. Yep. And Jeff Jarrett won the TNA King of the Mountain Championship. Also on that same day, TNA did release Austin Aries, Taryn Terrell, and Austin Kong. By the way, a quick note about Edmonds, folks. He batted in through lefty. Good. Yep. And also, we saw in 1998 when The Undertaker tossed Mankind off the top of the cell. Yes. Right? Yep. Do we have any birthdays? We do have a couple. Happy 60th birthday. Of course, first off, happy uh, Saturday. Real quick, we want to also acknowledge happy birthday to Jeff Conine, the former Kansas City Royal, Florida Marlin, Baltimore Oriole, Marlin, Philly, Red, and Met, two-time All-Star 9495 and 285, 214 home runs, uh, 1,070 runs bad in. He is also a two-time world champion, 97 in 2003, 9495. He was a All-Star. Also, one other birthday to point out, folks. Happy birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to former Boston Red Sox superstar Rico Petroselli, who played 13 years, batting 251, 210 home runs, 773 runs, batting in 277. The righty, of course, played a week shy of, after 13 years in the bigs. He was a righty born in Brooklyn, New York. He, of course, is a member of the Red Sox Hall of Fame and a two-time All-Star in 67 and 69. Happy 51st birthday to John Heidenreich, ladies and gentlemen. Also, oh, happy birthday. Right. Yes. Uh, happy birthday, of course, to Chicago Cubs superstar, former first baseman, Mark Grace, who turned 56, who played 15 years in the bigs. He played with the Cubs, of course, from 98 to 2000. He batted 303. He was a lefty born in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He finished with 24-45 career hits, 173 home runs, 1,145 runs batted in. He played two years with Arizona, a world champion in 01. He was a four-time gold glove winner in 92, 93, 95, and 96. 93, 95, and 97, of course, was a three-time All-Star. Happy birthday also goes out to former baseball manager Don Baylor, who tragically passed away, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, back in 2017, he would have been 70 years old, batting 260, of course, with 338 home runs and 1,275 runs batted in. He played 18 years in the big leagues. He played with the Orioles, the Athletics, the Angels, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Twins, and the A's. He also managed the Rockies and the Cubs. As a coach, of course, however, mind you, he managed the Brewers from 90 through 91, the Cardinals 92, the Rockies 93 through 98 in 2000 2002 as a manager. Uh, 70 through 75, 76, of course, with the A's, 77 through 82 with the Angels, 83 through 85 in New York, 86 and 87 with Boston, 87 in Minnesota, and 88 in the A's. 
an all-star in 1979, ladies and gentlemen, of course. He also coached the Braves in 1999, 2003, and 2004 with the Mets, 2005 with the Mariners, 09 and 10 with the Rockies, 11 through 13 with Arizona, and 14 and 15 with the Angels. He was a world champion in with the Twins, a three-time Silver Slug Award winner, 83, 85, and 86, also won the Colmeny Award in 85, AL MVP in 79, RBI leader in 79, manager of the year in 95, and a member of the Angels Hall of Fame. However, tragically, he died with multiple... Uh, uh, like I said, illness hour in August of 2017 at the age of 68. Happy birthday also goes out to, ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, ladies and gentlemen, John Elway celebrating a birthday, ladies and gentlemen, the former number one draft pick in 1983, played with the Broncos for 15 years and was administrator of the Colorado Crush for five years before becoming the Denver Broncos GM and executive VP. He completed 226 of 300 passing, a Super Bowl champion, an Arena Bowl champion, however, 51,475, 57% completion rate, uh, percentage, 70, almost 80% pass rating, 3,407 yards, 33 rushing touchdowns, a member of uh, the Hall of Pac-10 Player of the Year, unanimous All-American Heisman Trophy runner-up, Sammy Barr Trophy, and two-time Pac Player of the Year of the Stanford Cardinals in 1982 as well as 1980. Respectively, his number seven jersey has been retired by Stanford. A member of the Denver Ring of Broncos Ring of Fame and Broncos Hall of Famer. A member of the uh, 90s All-Decade Team, passing yards leader 93, man of the year 92, 100th anniversary All-Time Team. This two-time AFC Offensive Player of the Year. One in 87-93, MVP in 87, second team All-Pro 93-96, nine-time Pro Bowler 86, 87, 89, 91-93, 94-96-98, Super Bowl MVP, of course, in Super Bowl 33, and of course won Super Bowl 32 and 33, was the number one draft pick born in Port Angeles, Washington. Happy 16th birthday to the original number seven, Johnny Elway, celebrating a 60th birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to the great John Elway. Let's go to Monday, but before we do, ladies and gentlemen, there is one special birthday of one of our former members who I think may try to get on today. He said he's going to try to get on, but we'll see if we can get on with him today. And, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday night, Wrestling Revisited gets underway at 6.30 p.m. However, 141387, you definitely want to check that out. It will be very interesting as we have a lot to talk about the latest politics, movies, and sports coming up as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you that our good friend, the Loose Cannon Shaq from New York, is on his way, ladies and gentlemen. So we will be hopefully hearing from him at some point this afternoon. Okay, 34 years ago today in Denver, Colorado, Nick Bockwinkle defeated Stan Hansen by forfeit to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. 22 years ago today on Rollins War from Cleveland, Ohio, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Kane to win the WWE Championship. Yeah, Kane didn't have a very long people. Yep, 21 years ago today on Rollins War taken from Fayetteville, North Carolina, the Hardy Boys defeated the Acolytes to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. 20 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Asusa Wada creates the DDT Ironman Heavyweight Metalweight Championship and names himself the first champion. Huh. Yep. Twelve years ago today, WWE presented nine of champions from the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. Legacy defeated Hardcore Holly and Cody Rhodes, uh, Hardcore Holly to win the World Tag Team Championship. Holly had won the title with Rhodes, but Rhodes turned on him at the event. 
Kofi Kingston defeated Chris Jericho to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And Mark Henry defeated Kane in the Big Show to win the ECW Championship. Eleven years ago today in Mexico City, Alberto Perez Gimenez and his twin brother Alejandro were found dead at the age of 34. Yep. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, seven years ago today, an impact taping in Las Vegas, Nevada, Chris Saban defeated Austin Aries and Manic to win the TNA X Division Championship. Uh, six years ago today, WWE presented Money in the Bank from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. John Cena won the WWE World Heavyweight title in oh, Atlanta. Also, one more, sorry, real quick, John, I just want to tell you, Justin did report yesterday also would have been the 87th birthday of the professor, Boris Malenko, who tragically passed away at the age of 61. So yesterday would have yep. been Boris Malenko's 87th birthday. I did not know that until just now. So happy birthday to him as well. Go ahead. All right. Happy 34th birthday to Serena Deeb. Happy 79th birthday also goes out to Johnny Saint. Yep, the NXT UK general manager. Yep, and do we have any more? Happy, yes, 27th birthday to our good friend, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the big diesel, Gregory Kramer. I believe 27 or 29, I'm not sure. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday goes out to former, former, uh, just a second, uh, former Monday Night Football announcer, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Deardorff, who today would have been 71, who's would have been who's 70 years old today, the six-time Pro Bowler with the Cardinals and a member of the Monday Night Football crew, made it 74 through 78 in 1980 with the Cardinals, played 12 years with the Cardinals, went to Michigan, born in Canton, Ohio, 63275, a member of the All-Decade Team in Arizona Cardinals Wing of Honor. He was the consensus All-American in 69-70 at Michigan. He also was the second-team All-Pro in 74. He had seven fumble recoveries after 160 games played and five-time All-Pro, 75-70 in 1980. Also, happy birthday, of course, to basketball superstar Kawhi Leonard, who today turns, believe it or not, 28 years old. Happy birthday to him, or 29, excuse me, if you will. Uh, Kawhi, of course, as you know, is a member of the Raptors and formerly the Clippers, however, and the Spurs. California Mr. Basketball 2009, two-time champion 14-19, as well as the same in the finals MVP, 16-17-19, 24-time NBA All-Star, All-Star MVP in 2020, coming from San Diego State, was drafted 15th overall in 2011 after coming out of San Diego State, All-NBA second team 2019, 2016-17 All-NBA first team, 15-16, two-time NBA defensive player of the year, as well as three-time All-NBA defensive first team 15 through 17. 14 and 19 All NBA Defensive Second Team, All Rookie Team 2012, Steals Leader, AP Athlete of the Year 2012, 2015, 2019, respectively. Consensus Second Team All American 11, All Mountain West Conference in 2011, both those years, however, as well as All Mountain West Conference in 1910. His number 15 jersey is retired by the San Diego Aztecs. Also, one final birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to Harmon Killebrew, the former Minnesota Twins superstar, who today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been, however, uh, 80, I believe 80 years old. Let me just do my math here. I think it's right, however. Nope, 84, my mistake. After batting 256 or 2086 hits, however, he played 21 years with the Washington Senators, Kansas City Royals, and the Twins. Uh, 
uh, if you will. He had 573 home runs, 1,585 RBIs, made it on the ballot in 1984 as a member of the Hall of Fame with 83%. However, he, of course, is a former member of the Twins Hall of Fame and Nationals Ring of Honor. His number three jersey has been retired by the Twins, 62, 69, 71, was a three-time RBI leader, an AL MVP in 69. Plus, of course, he was a 13-time All-Star, 59, 61, 63 to 71, and six times a home run leader, 59, 62 to 64, 67, and 69. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we will be celebrating the birthday of a boxing great and a wrestling great as well as a swimming superstar. Wednesday, we'll be celebrating the birthday of a unique uh, running superstar. Thursday, we'll be celebrating the birthday of a, form, a current baseball great and a NASCAR legend. Friday, we'll be celebrating the birthday of a former hockey superstar. And on Friday and Saturday, we'll be celebrating the birthday of a very unique, let's just say, owner, couple of owners, and a former basketball coach. As on Sunday, we'll be celebrating the birthday of a former pitching great and head football coach of the NFL. And next Monday, folks, on Raw Radio, we will be celebrating the birthday of a very unique, uh, let's just say, baseball superstar, as well as a former New York Yankee great as well. So that's what's upcoming the next week as well. So there you go. All right. All right, thank you very much, Sean. Let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Ladies and gentlemen, six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three seven four four pound. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, join us right now. This is episode two forty eight for the Monday before the Fourth of July. However, the Ice Man, of course, with the Human Suplex Machine, will be hearing from some other people here shortly. John, one of the stories we are following, of course, is what's going on, what's happening in Florida, however, with the whole pandemic issue. We understand WWE, of course, tonight, however, is going to be signing, of course, two superstars, however, to contracts, however, for the upcoming Extreme Rules tonight, however. Let's get your thoughts, however, about what's going on, however, especially with what's happening, however, especially with the announcement, however, coming down, however, that they said, however, now that WWE is uh, doing some changes in their schedule, but also we understand a couple of people were tested last week for the COVID-19, including Adam Pierce, Jamie Noble, and Renee Young. And we understand Renee Young has a big announcement coming up on Wednesday. Your thoughts? No comment. Well, I'm going to say it's been very interesting, let's just say, but I know you're going to have a lot to say about this, but what are your thoughts about the contract signing tonight, hour involving the two matches heading into Extreme Rules? They're going to suck. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Now, another story, obviously, that's being discussed, of course, is what happened, of course, yesterday with the report that Cam Newton has signed with the New England Patriots, however, for one year. Uh, also, the Patriots, of course, lost, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, one of their picks, however, because of uh, some, let's just say, shenanigans, if you will, however, just a year ago. As a result, however, they will lose $1.1 million in a third-round pick, but overall, it's nothing but a slap on the wrist, if you ask me. Your thoughts about this whole story? About what? Apparently, uh, the Patriots lost a third-round pick, however, mind you, however, and also uh, $1.1 however, because of what happened last year with the taping of that uh, incident between Cincinnati and Cleveland. We talked about it last December. Your thoughts about this whole story? Crazy. Well, all I can say is the Patriots, of course, got off scot-free once again, it seems like. Goodell, Roger Goodell, that is, the commissioner of baseball, of football, 
finds a way to uh, sweep this under the rug, if you will, however. Um, as far as the whole pandemic thing and the testing situation goes with Renee Pearson, uh, like I said, other people, how I have already heard reports uh, sent from Stemming that they have already sent T.J. Wilson and Natalia back home. We understand Kevin Owens had an interesting video to say how and said he will not show up at Raw. We do know that there will be some contracts signed tonight, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, folks. We've already heard two of those uh, things will happen. We have not heard any matches as of yet. Uh, we will continue to update you and monitor this story throughout the afternoon. If anything comes up, we will be sure to pass it along to you. Also, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the PGA was back on tour yet again. Dustin Johnson, the big winner this week, of course, holding off Kevin Streelman and Marcus Hughes, usually in the 60, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not. However, we understand also today, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports, however, that Dylan Fratelli, however, will be withdrawing the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week. Apparently, he has tested positive for the coronavirus. He is the fourth PGA golfer behind Nick Watney, ladies and gentlemen along with uh, a couple other people. However, ladies and gentlemen, he was supposed to play with Ian Paul and J.T. Poston. The South African player took a saliva test so he could take the tour's charter to Detroit, and the result came back positive late last night. Ritelli said, however, he will not play this week whatsoever. Also, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, Dustin Johnson holding up Kelvin Streelman and Marcus Hughes along with Kevin Na, of course, you shot an even round 60, however, the lowest round of the week, however, by far, if you will, holding off also Phil Mickelson, Rory McIlroy, and others, however, over the weekend in Cromwell, Connecticut. We understand, however, that uh, coming up, I believe, uh, this Wednesday, prior to the tournament, we understand Bubble Watch and Jason Day and a couple people will be playing in a charity match prior to the Rocket Mortgage Classic, if you will. Also, we understand, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, earlier today, the U.S. Open, however, announced, however, that they will be returning to NBC at Wingfoot after Fox Sports announced that they are ending their 12-year relationship with the network. According to reports, the U.S. Open was supposed to be uh, televised by Fox yet again this year, however, for the next 12 years, however, but after five years almost of the agreement, they've decided to pull out of it, however, mind you. And as a result, however, we'll see what happens. Of course, ESPN has said now they will also host the PGA Championship, and CBS will do the weekend coming up in August in San Francisco. But, John, NBC returning to uh, hosting the U.S. Open after Fox backing out of their contract. What do you make of this whole story? That's crazy. Yes, yes, indeed. And, of course, the U.S. Open will be played, however, coming up in mid to late September, we understand, at Wingfoot, however, in New York, if you will. Of course, NBC televised the U.S. Open for 19 years from 95 through 2004. Then in 2015, the USGA signed a $1 billion deal with Fox, however, to broadcast the show of the Midsummer uh, Golf Classic, if you will, for the next dozen years or so. But after four-plus years and going into its fifth year coming up here, uh, within the next uh, little while, however, they decided to get out of their situation earlier this weekend, however, and decided to say, that's it, we're done, we're not going to be broadcasting on your network no more. So NBC will be taking over once again as far as that network goes. John, uh, go ahead and talk about what you got coming up uh, maybe tonight, however, as far as the video goes, and also uh, some plug about the upcoming uh, challenge that you have for everyone set forth, however, as far as the Fighter Fest challenge goes. So please do that. I'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, so don't forget to join me on Monday tonight at 11 p.m. I'll be talking about the whole COVID-19 situation. I'll be talking about I'll be talking about much more things. I'll be and also don't forget to join the Fighter Fest challenge. Uh, we will do another Fighter Fest challenge as well for July 8th, which is our boss's birthday. Our boss, good friend, WCW US. Chad Henshaw's birthday, so 
Lots of changes to come, folks. Okay, I'm back now. Okay. All right, see what we got. All right. While we're doing that, folks, let's give you the weather forecast and let you know what's going on. How are you in your neck of the woods here on this holiday weekend? Hoping everyone's staying safe out despite the craziness out. Let's tell everyone what's going on. In John's neck of the woods today, it'll be mostly sunny skies, high and warm, high of 85 degrees. Of course, tomorrow will be 90 degrees and mostly sunny. Wednesday, of course, afternoon showers, high of 83. Thursday, 91 and mostly sunny, followed by Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 92, 90, and 88, respectively. However, chance of afternoon showers on the 4th, though. Monday, of course, will be 89 and mostly sunny. So, John, looks pretty warm in your neck of the woods, however, over the next few weeks, or the next week or so. Meanwhile, in Tampa, our good friend Anil Patel's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what it's looking like down there. 93 and partly sunny right now at this hour. 93 and 91 also tomorrow, however, sunshine. 92 with a chance of a shower. 90 and rain on Friday, then 87, 87, 86, however, with rain, of course, each on Saturday and Sunday. And maybe a good chance on uh, what was I was going to say on, I can't remember what I was going to say, folks, on Monday. So there you go, folks. That is the weather forecast in Tampa. Meanwhile, Columbus, Georgia, the home of our good friend, the King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen, Howard Mitt Patel. Let's say what it looks like down there. 96 and mostly sunny. Very, very hot. Please be careful with this heat, folks. It is no joke, however, if you will. 
Of course, tomorrow will be 89 with a chance of showers, tower, fall by Wednesday, and then 88 and heavy rain on Thursday, fall by 89 and 92 rain each on Friday and Saturday. 89 with a chance of sun and clouds, however, Sunday and Monday, however, However, but today is going to be 94 to 97, however, so please be advised out there, however, in the uh, region of Columbus, Georgia. Meanwhile, in Trinity, North Carolina, mostly cloudy in 91, however, home of Mr. WCW's neck of woods, followed by sun and clouds tomorrow, 90 degrees, 86 and 88 with rain on Wednesday and Thursday, and then Friday through Monday. Friday, sunshine, 91, 93 with sun and clouds on Saturday, 92, and then 89 in rain, however, Saturday and Sunday, so it's going to be pretty warm, however, in those areas, too, ladies and gentlemen. As far as what's going on. Meanwhile, Palmyra, Virginia, the home of our good friend Michelle and Dodds, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what the weather looks like in her neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. It is 93 degrees and partly sunny this day. However, right now, of course, it will be 88 and cloudy tomorrow, high of 95. Today, it's supposed to be followed by rain, 86 on Wednesday, and then 86 with sunshine on Thursday. 93, 91, 89 with sun and clouds Friday through Sunday, including on Saturday will be 91, and then 88 on Monday with sun and clouds, however, on Monday. Yeah. Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, the home of KW, George T. Smith, neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, it will be 85 and sunny today, however, followed by rain, however, the next two days, 81 and 85, respectively. Sun and clouds on Thursday, 92 on Friday with rain, then 91, 87, and 88, sunshine galore. It will definitely be feeling warmer in Toronto, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, coming up over the weekend, however, for the holiday weekend and next Monday. So, again, please be safe and please be careful when you're out there. Pittsburgh, my neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, it has definitely been feeling hot, however, all day long, and it's almost near 90 right now. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds, high of 84, followed by Wednesday, and then 85 with sun and clouds Thursday, 90 on Friday with sun and clouds. I'm supposed to play golf on Friday morning, which will be pretty good. 89 on Saturday with sun and clouds, and then 90 and 89 in sunshine, however, Sunday and Monday. But definitely, folks, it's going to cool down a little bit, however, until Thursday, and then it gets right back up in the heat and humidity for the holiday weekend. So, again, that's the way it looks right now in Pittsburgh. Uh, one more place we'll talk about, and that is Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Let's tell you how warm it is out there. In Jacksonville, last we heard, it was definitely unseasonably warm a week ago. Let's tell you what it looks like right now. There is a flash flood warning in effect right now in that area, but right now it is 83 and heavy rain. Tomorrow will be 89 with some sunshine and clouds, however, with a chance of a late-day shower, 91 and cloudy on Wednesday, 93 with a chance of intermittent showers, however, as well as Friday, however, with some sun and clouds, 91 on Saturday, 92 on Sunday, however, and then 91 again on Monday with rain. So, folks... If you're in the Jacksonville, Arkansas, please be advised there is a flash flood warning going on right now, and it will be in effect, I believe, until either sometime later tonight or tomorrow. We will keep you up to date with that story. And, John, one story we want to talk about, obviously, that is circulating the Internet right now, is the story of Tessa Blanchard, who earlier this weekend was stripped of the TNA Impact Championship. And as a result, we understand, however, we understand, however, she could be signed with WWE, your thoughts about uh, the whole Tesla Blanchard story? I'm sure we're going to have a lot to discuss about that coming up tonight, however, mind you. Oh, uh, yeah. Video. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. I said, oh, yes. I'll have a lot to discuss on that. Yes. Of course, we will keep you, uh, like I said, we will keep you up to date with that story. But like I said, of course, another story that is being discussed, Brock Lesnar could be returning to the WWE. There's been uh, 
uh, some story about that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, our thoughts and prayers are with the Armstrong family. Of course, uh, Gail Armstrong, the wife of Bob Armstrong, however, mind you, however, passed away over the weekend, we understand. Our thoughts and prayers are with the entire, uh, like I said, however, story about that, however. Like I said, however. And we will keep you up to date with that story, however. But again, a very heartbreaking story, nevertheless, however, as far as that goes. Uh, like I said, I'm just looking here at this. Oh, this is so cute, however. Uh, so I'll put this up. I'm going to definitely put this up in the Movie Fans Worldwide page. Our folks, this is a very, very touching story to say this. This is one of my friends. have a cute little doxy named Frankie. And uh, let's just say Frankie is a handful, if you will, but he's a sweet little boy, too. However, if you will, nevertheless, and uh, she actually uh, works, my friend does, with her uh, dog in a store over in the United Kingdom, which, by the way, our thoughts and prayers with all those people over there in the UK, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and everywhere else of what's going on. But uh, she uh, told me uh, recently that her dog is doing very well as well as she, and that is very, very good to say the least. So, but yeah, her little dog, uh, Frankie, he's... Quite a little, uh, let's just say, wiener sausage dog, if you will, but he's an adorable, sweet little boy, too. And uh, she's been working with uh, Frankie, as I should say. She's had Frankie for quite some time. And uh, this is it's, it's a very cute story, let's just say. And if I can try to find it, send it somehow, I will, and post it. Uh, folks, you definitely want to check it out. Again, if you get a chance, definitely it is worth seeing on Facebook.com under the name Frankie Lane, L-A-I-N-E, if you will. If you get okay. Chance, so. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, some other stories going on in the world of sports, how our end news. Of course, we uh, told you about, of course, uh, the PGA, of course, going back to uh, playing again this week. Of course, baseball is starting up very soon. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we told you about Cam Newton, of course, signing over the weekend for a one-year contract with the New England Patriots, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at uh, some other stuff that is going on, however, in the world of baseball, of course, uh, we're going to keep you up to date with some other news going on. Of course, uh, John, of course, will be talking about that. Uh, mind you, we do uh, see if we do have some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about John as you were coming on the air. However, mind you, uh, we do have, of course, uh, apparently the uh, NXT or not NXT WWE announced over the weekend they do have a new uh, commentary team. Believe it or not, Tower on 205 Live now. And it is, believe it or not, Drew Pepperjack Gulak, uh, formerly of 205 Live, and Byron Saxon calling the action. And of course, uh, they made their debut this past Friday night, Tower, following WWE SmackDown, if you will. Also, uh, we understand there's going to be some interesting things going on, Tower, as far as Extreme Rules go, ladies and gentlemen. And so far, here are the matches that have been listed for the show already, ladies and gentlemen. It will be. Uh, we already told you about Oscar and Sasha and Drew and Dolph, but these two matches have also been announced as of last week. First off, it will be the crazy wild girl herself, Nikki Crazy Cross, ladies and gentlemen, to show how crazy she can be by taking on Boyley, a.k.a. Bailey, the, uh, the Boston Hug Connection for the SmackDown Women's title. And yes, folks, this will be a non-title fight, however, but it will be in a swamp, no less, however. Yes, folks, a swamp fight, however, if you will, as Braun Strowman will be taking on Bray Wyatt one-on-one. And, of course, we understand, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, however, there have been reports going around saying at the moment, however, that we could see the return of possibly Eric Rowan in this match. We don't know if that's certain yet. But we will keep you up to date with that whole story. But anyway, that being said, folks, let's talk about Fighter Fest, of course, coming up this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. 
a very interesting uh, show to say the least, folks. And let's tell you about what's going on. Right now we have a total of 11 matches on the card. However, five from the first night, six from the second night. However, so, John, let's get your predictions and thoughts. However, and we'll hopefully be hearing from some people about that. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, here are the matches that you will see at Fighter Fest. And I just had it here a second ago. Sorry about that, folks. I'm just trying to clean up some stuff here at the studio. However, let's... Let's tell you, whoops, let's tell you about the matches, and here they are, and no particular, we'll start, of course, with night number one, five matches on the card coming up this Wednesday, here are the matches, John, we'll get your thoughts on each match individually, and I know you will talk more about these exclusively, also later tonight, here are the matches, ladies and gentlemen, our first match, again, these are in no order, will be the following, Cody Rhodes versus Jake Hager for the AEW TNT title, John, we saw what happened at the press conference last week with uh, Jake Hager's wife throwing water in the face of Cody. And let's just say Brandy, the wife of Cody, Brandy Rhodes, that is, and also Arn Anderson, the coach of Cody Rhodes, did not find this very amusing at all. As a result, we understand that Cody is looking for a little retribution here against Jake Hager. Let's get your thoughts about this matchup going into uh, Fighter Fest this weekend. I'm going to go with Cody. Yeah, I am too. I think Cody's going to win this one. I would agree. Uh, don't get me wrong, Jake Hager, however, has been uh, on a roll as of late, if you want to call it that, even though he took a little bit of a hit, however, a while back, however. But uh, I think Cody's going to be fired up for this match, no question about it. We saw what happened, of course, at the end of uh, the so-called press conference this weekend. Uh, we do understand how he is not very happy, however. Uh, like I said, he's a little miffed after what uh, Brandy, and uh, like I said, Brandy did, of course, by standing up to a uh, Cody, or excuse me, not Cody, Jake Hager and his wife, but I can imagine Cody is going to be looking for retribution in a big way. Uh, we'll have to see what happens, obviously. But, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Cody as well on that one. I, I agree with you there. Uh, what about this one? Hakura Shida versus Penelope Ford with super bad Kip Sabian, the somewhat uh, AEW Miz and Mrs., if you will, have a chance to take away the one title that Hakura Shida has been fighting for over the last few months and who has been doing very well as a dominant wrestler, however, thus far as champion. Your thoughts about Sheeta and Ford? I see Sheeta winning this one. I do, too. I think Sheeta has been on a really big winning streak over the last few months. Uh, she has put everyone in her place, whether it be Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Big Swole, uh, Bea Priestley, what have you. I think it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be an intense match, no question about it, but I think in the end it's going to be Hikuru Shida winning that one. Okay, what about this one? A very unique tag team match, if you will. The Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with our friend Marco Stunt taking on MJF and Wardlow. However, MJF and Wardlow have been pushing the buns with the Jurassic Express as of late. I'm going Jurassic Express. I think uh, there's some payback coming for MJF and Wardlow, and we've seen over the last few weeks MJF and Wardlow Start to tease a little bit of a breakup, if you want to call it that. Your thoughts about this one between the Jurassic Express and MJF and Wardlow? Yeah, me too. All right. Here's a good one, Howard. Talking about tag teams, Howard. What about this one? The private party with Isaiah Cassie and Mark Quinn versus Santana Ortiz. Of course, the private party will have, of course, Matt Hardy in their corner. Santana Ortiz will not have anyone in their corner. Of course, more often than not, you think it's going to be Sammy Guevara, of course, but Sammy Guevara is serving some time out, however, for an act that was unspeakable and unheard of. Uh, that being said, your thoughts about this one? Santana Ortiz. 
So then with Santana Ortiz, see, I'm going to go with the private party. I'm going to go against you on this one. I like the private party here. I think Santana Ortiz could take a hit here. I think with Matt Hardy being in the corner, I think they're going to come out with a big win on this one. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, up next, of course, is possibly going to be the main event for the first night, Howard. And this is what I think will be the main event of night one. Uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page, of course, versus the best friends, Chuck T and Trent with freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Your thoughts about this one? I'm going to go with Page and Omega. I'm going to go with the best friends. I think Omega's going to find himself betrayed by Page here. We've been talking about for quite a while, however. I think Omega and Page have had a great run as champs. I think the best friends are a little bit ahead of their game, however. I think they'll be hungry. I think they're ready to go. I'm going to go with the best friends on this one. I'm going to go against you on this one again. All right, let's go to night number two, ladies and gentlemen. And here, of course, is what will be night number two, taped, of course, this Thursday, but it'll air the following Wednesday, if you will. John Moxley versus Brian Cage with Taz. The question is, will Moxley be able to be cleared in time for fighting the matchup, and will he defend that AEW championship? It'll be interesting to see. I'm going to go with Brian Cage. I think Moxley's going to be in for a rude awakening. I'm going against the grain again. I'm going to take Cage in this one. Who do you like between Cage and Moxley? Yeah, I agree. All right. Talking about a very interesting match here, however, we just talked about Orange Cassidy. Of course, he will take on the leader of the inner circle, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. We know what has happened the last few weeks by Orange Cassidy brawling out with Jericho, but Jericho struck first, however, with the Oranges. Does he squeeze out a win here against Orange Cassidy here, in your opinion? I'd say yes. All right, I'll be right back in a second. Hold on. Okay. Okay, I'm back here, folks. Sorry about that. Okay, so you're going to go with Jericho. You know, I'm going against you again. I'm going against you in a lot of these picks for some reason. Huh? I think freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy is going to pick up the win. I'm going to go with Cassidy on that one. 
This one I don't think we're going to have too much under the screaming on. Uh, it's going to be Lance Archer with Jake the Snake Roberts Howard taking on Joey Janela. Who do you got in this one? Archer. Yeah, I think Archer's going to dominate this one. I agree with you there. I think Joey Janela's in for a little surprise. How I really do. However, I think it's going to be, uh, like I said, we'll see what happens there. I'm going to go with you there, however. So that is my uh, prediction as well. I'm going to go with Archer as well. All right, another good one here to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, of course, will be Nyla Rose, but she will be awaiting the winner of Sheeta and Ford. So it could be Sheeta and uh, Rose going back at it again, if that's the case in night number two. If that's the case, John, who do you got in this one? Uh, who is this now? Sheeta, of course, it will be Nyla Rose to take on somebody. We don't know if it's Sheeta, it's Ford, or it's someone else, however, but I'm saying it could be Sheeta, and if that's Sheeta and Rose, who do you got, however? I'm going to go with Nyla uh, Rose. in this one. You think Niles can get the title back? Okay. All right, here's a good one, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Colt Cabana and the Evil Gimp Dark Order, ladies and gentlemen, with Mr. Brody Lee, the Exalted One, Stu, don't call me Dick Grayson, and his friends, Evil Carplane Uno, and the Gimp Squad of Pulp Fiction, taking on SCU, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky in a six-man tag. Who do you got in this one? The Dark Order. Ooh, I'm going to go with uh, SCU in this one. I think SCU is going to pull off an upset here. I think even though Cabana is with the Dark Order now, and I hate to see him with the Dark Order, I'm going to go against the grain here on this one. And then finally, folks, this is the match I'm really looking forward to watching. They're doing a big, exciting eight-person tag. It will be FTR, Cash, and Dax looking to cash in a big way, teaming up with the Bucks, the Jackson boys looking to moonwalk all over them and cash in and become uh Let's just say raised up guys, if you will. Let's just say no pun intended, if you will. Matt and Nick will take on the Butcher and the Blade with the Lucha Brothers, the Death Triangle, Pentagon and Fenex in an eight-person tag, minus Neville, a.k.a. Pac, who has still not been cleared to return to the States yet. Who do you got in this one? Who? It will be, however, uh, believe it or not, however, uh, FTR, Cash and Dax, however, the Revival taking on, teaming up with the Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, Versus the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros. Uh, who do you got in this one? I'm going to say the Revival and the Buck. Yeah, I am too. I am too. I am too. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Now, we do have some other breaking news coming in, ladies and gentlemen. And here is the story, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what we're going to report now, ladies and gentlemen. PW Insider is reporting that WWE will be taping more TV this week at the Performance Center, which will follow last week's revelation of multiple positive COVID-19 tests. It remains to be seen how the Raw and the NXT brands, however, will be affected, if at all. The taping schedule includes as follows. This Wednesday, of course, this first night of the Bash, and then the second night as well. Thursday, we'll be airing SmackDown and 205 Live. That'll air this uh, Friday night, if you will, and the following week, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And then on Friday, it'll be Raw, Main Event, and Raw Talk. That'll air the following Monday and the week prior to, uh, let's just say, the go-home show at the Great American Bash. So that's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, believe it or not, that tomorrow... According to reports, ladies and gentlemen, our NXT, we understand the UK has not been filming new content since the pandemic, but that may change soon. According to reports, Gary Cassidy of Sportscadia reported on Twitter that there is a, quote, tentative plan to start taping empty arena shows within two months. The talent had been working from home for special episodes focusing on past matches and great moments. Now, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports from Figure4Online.com, it has been reported that WWE is expected to make a major announcement regarding NXT UK in a mandatory conference call tomorrow. It is unknown what the announcement will be. 
Uh, I'm thinking that they could be getting back to work possibly sometime in the next few weeks, but we will have to wait and see what happens. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, we understand Impact Wrestling now has announced a gauntlet match for the anniversary of the winner getting a knockouts championship match. Here are the participants, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Rosemary, Nevea, Sue Young, Kira Hogan, Taya Valkyrie, Tasha Steeles, Alicia Edwards, Kylie Ray, Kimberly, however, and Jessica Havoc with an okay, however, mind you. Also, William Mack will take on Chris Bay for the X Division title. And Jordy and Grace, ladies and gentlemen, will be taking on Deanna Peruso. But, in addition to that, they now could be changing the title matchup that is going to be happening. Originally, it was supposed to be a fatal five-way with Tessa Blanchard, Michael Elgin, Eddie Edwards, Trey Miguel, and Ace Austin. But because Elgin has been suspended indefinitely by TNA, uh, because of his actions, let's just say, and also, ladies and gentlemen, because Tessa was released a week ago, this could change now into a triple threat with Edwards, Miguel, and Austin. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this story. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, according to reports, John, we'll get your thoughts on this very quickly. According to reports, however, the city of Jacksonville, Florida, which has been hosting Dynamite tapings of Dynamite as well as Fighter Fest, has issued as of 5 o'clock today, however, a mandatory mask order, however. The mask will be required in public and indoor locations where people cannot socially distance. This is what they said earlier today. At 5 o'clock, the city of Jackson will be adopting the mandatory mask requirement for public and indoor locations and in other situations where individuals cannot socially distance. Please continue to practice personal responsibility to help stop the spread of this so-called virus. Your thoughts about this uh, latest announcement of what's going on? Bullshit. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. We'll keep you up to date with this story, ladies and gentlemen, as you know. And if anything comes up, we will be sure to pass along to you. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Bulldog and DVD Sales and Variety. Right, right now, you can check out the hottest things going on, ladies and gentlemen, however, including, ladies and gentlemen, Jumanji in the Next Level, uh, Hitman 2 for the Xbox One, and Connect Sports for the Xbox 360. There are two copies available each, but also, folks, Jewel and case, case DVD variety that includes Before Sunrise, Alex Cross, Excalibur, The Confessor, The Book Thief, Thank You for Smoking, You Got Served, Ladies and Gentlemen, Touring the World, Touring Great Festivals of Europe, Ladies and Gentlemen, Envy, uh, also Ladies and Gentlemen, The Marrying Man slash Betsy's Wedding, The Matrix, Saving Private Pearl Harbor, Castaway, Revolutionary Road, Sleepless in Seattle, Sherlock Holmes, National Velvet, About Schmidt, Autofocus, School for Scoundrels, Dead Nader, The Illusionist, Road to Perdition, The Last Samurai, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. No, we don't have the 27 dresses no more because apparently Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, we understand, took those 27 dresses and put them away finally after much convincing, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have Pan's Labyrinth, Star Trek, Wars, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, Mrs. Dalfire, Romeo Must Die, Basic Instinct 2, Gold Member, Austin Powers, Click, He's Just Not Into You, Sayonar, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Anchorman, Wally, Ice Age 3, Howard, Sleeper Cell, Falcon Beach, uh, Riptide first season, Good Time sixth, first, and fifth season, uh, The Jefferson sixth season, Elf, Something's Gotta Give, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, The Accused, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so folks, however, we will definitely have a lot to talk about. Elf, The Goonies, A Christmas Story, Blazing Saddles, WrestleMania 30, Cool Hand Luke, ladies and gentlemen, are just some of the other movies you can check out right now where you can get the best selection. If you're looking to start your own collection or begin your own collection, check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety on Facebook.com, where we take a bite out of the cost to bring you the best selection ever. Tell Mr. WCW the Iceman sent you as far as that goes. Right now it is 10 to 4. We are still waiting here if we can hear from more people here. However, um, 
some more people we're hoping to hear from the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the King of Clubs, Patel, the Val Stanky, and Al Patel. Also, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindards, along with King W.H.R.T. Smith. Again, we do want to uh, acknowledge again that one of our uh, former co-hosts of our radio league is celebrating a birthday today, the Big Diesel himself, Gregory Kramer. Of course, Greg, myself, and John want to wish you a very special happy birthday today, my friend as you will be turning 27 years old today, ladies and gentlemen. So happy birthday to the big man himself, ladies and gentlemen, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, along with Blue. You can check out on Facebook.com with the Kramer Brothers Band, ladies and gentlemen. The Kramer Brothers Band, ladies and gentlemen, where you want to hear the best uh, of old and rock and new classical music, ladies and gentlemen. You definitely want to check that out as well. Let's just say however, so you can definitely want to check that out. However, uh, just a second here, folks. We're just getting this stuff on here. Uh... Heck was that? Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Not your fault. I just didn't know what that was. However, yeah. but uh, like I said, folks, we're just uh, puttering away here to see if there's anything else going on. Uh, we have not heard any other news as of yet, uh, unless uh, John has some news to report to us. Of course, as you know, folks. Also, check out Lazy and Gentlemen on Facebook.com. Lazy and Gentlemen, right now, a very special event. However, uh, for you golfers out there, Lazy and Gentlemen, beginning, of course, Ladies and Gentlemen. Uh, believe it or not, however. Uh, it's $65 each, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a lot of fun, however. It will be held, ladies and gentlemen, however, a week from Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, called Find Jimbo's Golf Balls. Find Jimbo's Golf Balls, ladies and gentlemen, and it's kind of funny how this event is, ladies and gentlemen. There's still some opportunity to sign up for it, ladies and gentlemen. It is at Moon Golf Club in Moon, Pennsylvania, Moon Township, PA, that is, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it is $65 right now. Of course, enjoy a day of golf with Jim with food, skill prizes, fun contests, and Jim's favorite beers on the course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it will be the fifth annual Fine Jimbo's uh, course, ladies and gentlemen, however. And I believe registering for that, ladies and gentlemen, will uh, be finished by this weekend. So, folks, if you're trying to sign up, power, you want to sign up very soon, however, because if not, however, you're going to be out of luck. And that is not a good thing. So uh, you definitely check that out and maybe try to sign up for that as well. Uh, John, I'm sure you got my name already in the running tower for the Big Fighter Fest Challenge. Of course, we will also be having, ladies and gentlemen, a very other special event, ladies and gentlemen, coming up down the road at some point, I believe in a few weeks, with Extreme Rules, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk more about that in the next few weeks, ladies and gentlemen, so you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. But again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are trying to sign up for Fine Jimbo's Golf Balls, however, the event starts, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, I believe, however... <laughs> Uh, this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, so if you're trying to sign up, Power, you definitely want to sign up before this Saturday. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the cutoff date actually will be coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, it's not this weekend, excuse me. It is next week. So, folks, uh, there's still a few spots open, but if you're looking to have a good time and want to get out and play around round of golf and just do it for a good cause, definitely check it out at Moon Golf Club, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, a week from Saturday at the Moon Golf Club, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. It begins, I believe, at 8 a.m., Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it does start at 8 a.m. Plus, you can have lunch, ladies and gentlemen, have some skill prizes, win some prizes, and join Jim Colony, the somewhat co-host of the Fan Morning Show, 93.7 of the Fan here in Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, and his friends on the golf course. I know some of them might be playing, including uh, a couple of my close personal friends, I believe, Colin Dunlap will be playing, possibly, along with Andrew Filipponi. Uh, Jim Colney, of course, will be the host of this major event. Joe Starkey, I think, is going to be there, along with Chris Mack. Uh, folks, it promised to be a good time. I'm trying to get a few people into this thing, however, and I'm, my friend actually played in it two years ago, folks, and i got to tell you, uh, it's all for a good cause. But, folks, if you're looking to just have a good time and you want to enjoy yourself, however, check it out, however, on Facebook.com today and sign up for the big event there. Uh, let's see, some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we're trying to get some other news going on here. Um, but we're also keeping our eye on the uh, 
dashboard. We're seeing if we're going to hear from any of our people today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do, 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 uh, apparently, nope, that's not going to happen. Um, I'm just checking here some stuff out here. Bear with me. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, as I said earlier, and John, I talked to John about this just moments ago, folks. Check out the WWE Network right now, ladies and gentlemen. You can check out on uh, the network if you do have the network right now. You can uh, check out the latest uh, Stone Cold podcast, Tower Broken Skull Sessions. Last night, of course, the Texas Rattlesnake talked to one of his fellow Texas, uh, let's just say, individuals, if you're the world's strongest man, the man who always brings the house of pain, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Henry. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be joined on the line with, ladies and gentlemen, as we say good afternoon to him here at episode 248 from New York City, ladies and gentlemen, the man, of course, with the plan, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Loose Cannon, ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome him to episode 248 right now, the one and only Shaq from New York. Shaq, how are you guys? John and myself this afternoon. I'm doing pretty good, everybody. I am here. Um, Might be in a bit of... um. A little pain in my right ear, but like other than that, I'm all good. That's good. We'll try to hang in there. Uh, we were just talking about some of the stuff, including uh, Fighter Fest this weekend. A lot going on this weekend, plus a lot going on with the WWE. Uh, possibly looking at Tessa Blanchard. Also, we understand that there's some contract signings upcoming tonight, if you will, with Sasha Banks and also Drew McIntyre. Uh, let's get your thoughts about what a week it has been in the world of wrestling, including the Tessa Blanchard story and also what's been happening down in Florida with the whole WWE situation. I know you might have a lot to talk about that, so let's uh, hear what you have to say about this whole ordeal. I think for us wrestling fans, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are saying, June can't end fast enough, can it? Certainly. I mean, we've seen what's happened. Of course, Vince is uh, right now uh, putting his wrestlers at risk. We saw what happened last week with Adam Pierce, uh, Jamie Noble, and Renee Young testing positive for COVID-19. We understand. That and Kayla Braxton. Here. And Kayla Braxton, yes, thank you. Yes. And, and uh, she got, she, she tested positive twice. Yeah, yes, she did. She did test positive twice. You're right. Um, let's hear your thoughts about, uh, right now, however, uh, one of the things that has been discussed, obviously, of course, is the whole Tessa Blanchard story with what happened last week with WWE, excuse me, not WWE, TNA releasing her because apparently she did not, uh, film any promos and then they stripped her and then later fired her on the championship situation there in Impact. What was your, uh, initial take on that? My initial take on that was for, from towards impact yes um what the hell took what the hell took him so long Mm -hmm. because if you remember it was like i think it was like the weekend that she had won the impact world title Mm -hmm. there was shit coming out about how she was saying the n-word to like la rosa negra i think that was what they were in like japan some shit right and for me, and on that, and I'm thinking, why didn't you like rectify it right then and there? Just right. dead that shit, like just address it right then and there, and then you wouldn't have too much of a problem. And now you're trying, you're firing her because she would send you any like pr- do any promos for Mexico. And then for Tessa, I'm thinking, 
Yeah, honestly, Tesla looks bad in this too because I don't know why she didn't do any um, other promos. She, I think she should have like um, just do the promos, get them out the way, and then like this week should have just flew to um, wherever they do the impact ta- tapings, uh-huh. quarantine for like a couple of weeks, and then we could do. Then do the tapings and then do Slammiversary. And now the Slammiversary main event is all kind of fucked up because not only is Tessa gone, but also Michael Elgin gone with yep. the allegations coming from the um, Speaking Out movement. And right. another thing about the Speaking Out movement, this is wild. Like these whole last two months, like 2020 in wrestling has been freaking wild. And mind you, that sh- the live crowds didn't even shut down till like mid March, and already there's a lot of shit that's been coming out all at once. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, there's a point. But there's then also another thing with regards to the speaking out. I hope some of the people who are like speaking out ain't just speaking out just to get the clout. You know what I mean? Because, like, I've seen... There are some people that would do that kind of shit. That would do right. some that evil shit. And don't get me wrong. I know some people who are speaking it out because we they know it literally happened to them. But to those who, would, who are just false claiming that shit and just doing it just for the clout because, like, everybody doing it and they want to try to... Uh, Make someone's make make themselves famous at someone else's expense. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for me, I always go with um, guilty until proven it. I mean, innocent until proven guilty. And I feel like that's what a lot of people should do. Just mm-hmm. do be. Just say, I'm gonna take it at face value. I'll take her side of the story, but I want to hear the other side. Somebody, the other side of the story. Because there's also there's three things sides of the every story, his side, her side, and the truth. Sure. What's the yeah. truth? Yeah, very good point. Very good point. One thing that I did discuss with John Howard last night, and I'm going to bring to you now also, and I'm sure you heard about it, but if not, JD from NY206 recently said yesterday in a late afternoon podcast there has already been discussion about what WWE is planning to do as far as the summer show known as Summer Slam, as I call it the last few years, Summer Scam. Uh, there's already been discussion, however, that Drew McIntyre, however, could be challenging Brock Lesnar yet again for the title and Brock Lesnar winning back the belt from uh, Drew. What do you make of that whole scenario? I heard something like early this week about Orton challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Now, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh-huh. And I did say at first they would do like some sort of triple threat, would be with, but that would be Brock... Drew and Lashley. Now I would do it with just Brock, Drew, and Orton. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. But, but then also the- now, regarding the um, WWE with the employees testing positive now, and they had to send Ric Flair home. Now I don't know how this dynamic is gonna work because. You would have had Paul Heyman do it promos. You would have had Ric Flair do it promos. And then 
McIntyre be in the middle. Shit. Yeah. That would have been so yeah. good. Yeah, well, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. One thing that WWE is kind of going backwards on, however, I mean, if you want to call it backwards, I mean, it's obviously coming up this week, and everyone says it is kind of going backwards, however, taking a step major backwards, is doing the Great American Bash going up against AEW's Fighter Fest. What do you make of that whole scenario? Honestly, I kind of like it. I kind of like it because 4th of July is coming up soon anyway. And um, I guess it's only fitting that they're doing the Great American Bash for two weeks against Spider-Fest. And you already have your main event for night two, two, which is July 8th, which will be Keepley against Adam Cole, winner takes all. So why not have like your first car, your first night, be pretty solid as well. Yeah. One thing I am seeing right now, however, talking about the craziness and this pandemic issue, and it's totally off the subject of wrestling for just a minute. I'm reading this right now. Apparently, how I guess, however, believe it or not, how according to reports, however, over the weekend we understand, however, uh, this past weekend I guess in the, Europe, however, especially in France and in Germany, they reopened movie theaters. As millions showed up, as there was no social distancing and no mask policies. What do you guys make of that whole scenario? John, I'll start with you first on this one. Crazy. Yes. You would think I people would. would have common sense, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point, however. Uh, Shaq, what do you think about this whole scenario? Well,. Me being in New York and then seeing how Cuomo's not playing around with this shit. And then also I heard today that um they're shutting down the Broadway shows. They're extending that shutdown into at least January of 2021. I like that move because we already know some people are going to want because what does Broadway shows attract the most? Tourists. Where does tourists come from? Around the world. So Cole was trying to nip this in the bud right now as we're still like, as our cases are getting lower, but we're not out of the woods yet. And I read, saw like a briefing on Periscope that um, New York yesterday, I think, no, Saturday, only had like five deaths. Yesterday it had seven COVID-related deaths. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. Well, here in my neck of the woods, they said today that the state reported 492 cases of COVID-19 with 83 of them in my county alone, which is very unfortunate. And like I said before, my sister's a bartender, and they are telling all bartenders, however, and everything to stop alcohol sales, effective tomorrow, however. So that is going to be a real big issue, however, to say the least, however, mind you. So it is going to be very interesting to see what happens as far as that goes. Plus, you talk about sports and everything, and uh, I don't know if anyone heard this or not, but according to reports from the AP within the last hour, the NHL said that 26 players have reported testing positive, believe it or not, for the uh, 
new coronavirus since voluntary workouts began June 8th. Monday's update included four additional cases among those tested team facilities that go along with the 11 announced June 19th. The NHL said that more than 250 players who worked out at team facilities were administered more than 1,450 COVID-19 tests. Now, the league and players are in the final stages of agreeing to resume the season, and training camps could reopen as early as next Friday. I don't think we're going to see an NHL season. I really don't. I mean, I mean, I said the same about baseball, but I just do not think we're going to see a hockey season. And I definitely for sure as heck don't think we're going to see a basketball season return with the NBA, in my opinion. Uh, Shaq, what are your thoughts on this story? Oh, this is wild as hell. I think what those teams that are like trying to have that bubble in like Florida – what they should have done was like maybe have like some sort of backup plan for like, but then the question is, I don't think you could do the bubble in New York despite having lower cases because I don't know how many freaking basketball courts mm-hmm. are scattered around this that state, and would mm-hmm. there be enough? Um, would there be enough for them to hold all the teams? I was thinking with NBA, I was thinking they would try to see if they could do it in, like, maybe Vegas, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I thought that, too. Well, we'll see what happens, however. Right. Uh, one thing, however, that is also being discussed, however, obviously, however, like I said, um, we uh, talk about, however, like I said, we're looking at the stuff, obviously, is uh, Firefest, of course, coming up this weekend. Uh, let's get your predictions, however, if we could, however, and see who you like. John already gave us his predictions, however, and I already gave my predictions, too. So let's hear what you got. Uh, we'll do both the nights, however. We'll start off, of course, with night one. These are in no order. We'll start off with this one. Uh, Cody versus Jake Hager for the AEW TNT title. Who do you got in this one? Um, This is going to be a very close match. This is going to be a very tough match. But I have uh, Cody retaining. All right, all right, uh, John. I like probably by a hair, like maybe of like some sort of roll up, something like yeah. that. Yeah. John and I also went with uh, Cody on that one. Uh, next one, uh, we got Hakura Shida versus Penelope. Before John and I both went with Shida. I'm going with Shida, but I do think she might need a um. Like an equalizer for um, Sabian. Yes, super bad Kip Sabian, yes, and Penelope before the Maurice, uh, as I call them, the AEW Mr. and Mrs. Uh, couple of AEW, if you will. Uh, the Jurassic Express versus MJF and Warlow. Uh, John and I went with the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus here with Marco Stunt against MJF and Warlow because I think MJF and Warlow are starting to tease a little bit of a breakup. Who do you see in this one? Believe it or not, actually, I'm going with um, MJF and um, Wardlow. I think they want to try to um, keep MJF's momentum going, heading into um, like where wherever he might get his first ever AEW World Title shot, and they want to try to have him get as many wins as possible. So whoever happens to be AEW World Champion after Fighter Fest might be. Mm-hmm. Who M- MJF probably going to be end up being like one of the next number one contenders? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there, I think there is like they might do fight for the fallen, right? Either fight for the fallen or all out. I think one of the two. Yes, yes. 
I believe so. Yes. Yes. I know that definitely uh, with all out September. Yes. Uh, what about this one? The private party, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn versus Santana Ortiz. John went with Santana Ortiz. I'm going with the private party with Matt Hardy. Hmm. I know, I know Santana Ortiz is, I know this, the inner circle has been like, I've been on the Lucian Schneider a little bit lately. But I think that being said, I'm gonna go with um private party. I think if they get like some wins going, I think they're gonna be they're gonna give Hangman Page and um Omega or whoever happens to be the tag team champions down the road problems. Yeah, no question, no question. And talk about that uh, Omega match. Let's uh, talk about this. this. Is the one I'm looking forward to night one at the end of the first night. John again and I had a disagreement on this one. I'm going with the best friends against Omega and Paige, however, because I think we're going to see Paige turn on Omega. Who do you like in this uh, big tag match between Omega and Paige versus the best friends? I actually have um, Paige and Omega. I think they might save that turn for All Out. I just have like that feeling of, and we have a stacked tag division, and with Omega and Paige, I think they started to like. I think they're now starting to find their um, find their niche as a team, and I love that. Uh, they called that V Trigger Buckshot combo the last call. I love it. And my thing is, they probably need to equalize it for Arch Cassidy, but I don't know if Arch Cassidy is going to be there for night one, as he's going to focus on. Night two, where he faces Jericho. Yes. And that leads us into night two, however, as we talk about night two now. However, our first match in night two will be Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Uh, I like Orange Cassidy here for some reason. I think he's been in Jericho's head a little bit. I'm going to go against uh, the green here. I took uh, Cassidy over Jericho. John went with Jericho. Who do you got in this one? Um... That's a good question. I feel like um sounds a bit tempting to uh, um go with freaking um with Cassidy. I have a feeling they are gonna put Cassidy over like Jericho's gonna put Cassidy over like crazy. I actually might go with Orange Cassidy in this one. As much as uh, Jericho's my guy, I think I'm gonna go with um Orange Cassidy. Yep. All right, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. All right, let's go to this one. Lance Archer with Jake the Snake Roberts versus Janelle. I think Archer right now is uh, at some point going to uh, take it up a notch here, and I think he really kicks it up a notch here against Janelle. I think Lance is pissed after what happened with Cody. I think he's looking for retribution on somebody, anybody, and uh, whoever he faces after this, however, better be careful. I'm going to go with Archer over Janelle. Who do you got between Archer and Janela? You know what EBD stands for? What's that? Do you know what EBD stands for? No. Don't tell us. Every. Oh, it stands for every body dies. And Janella and Kiss. Yeah. They're both going to die. I'm going with the Murderhawk monster, Lance Archer. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Janelle and Kiss have been a good team so far. 
But again, they found out their lesson last week, however, from uh, our next match, however, here. Cole Cabana in the Dark Orders, I call him the Pulp Fiction Gimp Order, with Mr. Brody Lee, Studio Call Evil, Burt Ward, Dick Grayson, and Evil Carplane Uno taking on SCU. I went with SCU. John went with the Dark Order and Cabana on this one. I just have a feeling they are trying to like build up the Dark Order. And so that way they want to try to build up, have Cole Cabana be on a, like some sort of winning streak. And we haven't seen all three members of SCU in a match at the same time in like what is it a a few months? A few months. So yeah. that to me, that kind of worries me a little bit too. But I think I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Mr. Brody McMahon and and the Boom Boom. Okay, so Caban and the Dark Order, how I win this one? Okay, good pick. All right, what about this one? Uh, John Moxley versus Brian Cage with Taz. Will Moxley be cleared in time? I think he will, but I think Cage is just going to run him over like a freight train. Here's what, I, here's what I might see. Now, I did hear that Moxley tested negative. Yes. Thank goodness. I think they should test him maybe one more time just in case. That way, if you got two negative tests, you should be ready to rock. And my question is, when are, are they going to tape both nights of Fighter Fest on Wednesday? Or are they going to tape them both? Like, are they going to do it live? That's a good question. They're going to do one live. They're going to do one taped on Thursday, though, or the following Wednesday. Oh, okay. All right. So, in that case... I think Moxley wins. I think Moxley retains on a roll-up, or he wins via, like, interference, like, via Cage getting distracted by um, Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we haven't seen Darby in a while. And that's the thing. Yes, and who was the first person that Cage went after when he got into that ladder match? Yeah, that's true, yeah. And then also, they're trying to, um, I think they're building towards um, trying to keep Moxley undefeated for um, a possible Moxley versus MJF world title match at um, All Out. Yes. Very good pick, yeah, very good pick indeed. All right, let's go with this one. We got, uh, where is it? I just saw it again. Okay, here we go. Let's go with uh, Nyla Rose to uh, be fighting someone. I think it's going to be Hakura Shida. John thinks the same thing. I think that Hakura retains her, but he's thinking Nyla gets the belt back. Who do you think Nyla will face her, and who will she uh, will she get the belt back if she does face Shida? Hmm. So... What John is saying is, we know Sheeta's going to retain night one, and then Nala's going to issue some sort of open challenge the yeah. night two? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I might go a bit out of the limb here. I might go out of the limb here and say, we haven't seen her since a certain faction had disbanded by Brandy. Yeah. So I'm thinking... 
maybe Nyla Rose faces um Awesome Kong. It could happen. That's a good pick. Yeah, very good pick. Yes. Yes. We haven't seen Awesome Kong in a while. It's true. Yeah, and on top yeah. of that, if you remember from like last year's Double or Nothing. I don't think we've gotten that one-on-one match between Nyla Rose and um, Awesome Kong. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So, so I think they might do Nyla Rose against Awesome Kong. And I think in that match, I think Kong wins by a surprise. Because, like, then Nyla Rose is going to be all shook. She's probably not going to be too ready at the least at first. So it's going to probably get to Nyla. It's going to be a really good match. But I think in the end, Kong might prove a bit too much. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And before we get into our next match, guys, I do have some news to report. According to Sportskadia, reports are that Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson signing with Impact Wrestling is a done deal at this point. So apparently they may be showing up at Slammiversary, we understand. However, uh, we thought they were going to go back to New Japan. This, of course, reported from Ryan Satin of ProWrestling.Sheet. Uh, John, your thoughts about Gallows and Anderson showing up on Impact? I thought they were going to head in JPW, but I guess it's Gallows' home. And Anderson's home now. Yep, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there, uh, mind you. Uh, Jack, your thoughts about this whole story involving uh, the incident involving uh, Gallows and Anderson? That's a huge signing for um, Impact because I'm not going to lie. Their tag division's been hella lacking ever since Lucha Brothers and um, Santana and Ortiz left. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Certainly, no question about it. One thing also that happened on this date in history, however, and John, I'll get your thoughts on this, and then Shaka, I'll get your thoughts on this. Exactly, believe it or not, 34 years ago today, Nick Bockwinkle was officially awarded the AWA Championship when Stan Hansen refused to show up for a scheduled title defense. In fact, he refused to defend the title the night before instead of taking it with him to All Japan Pro Wrestling. As a result, Hansen was booked to defend the title in a series of shows there in July, but was scheduled to lose it beforehand. In response to being stripped of the title, he ran over the AW World title belt with his truck and mailed the remains to Vern Gagne. Shaq, what were your thoughts about this story? <laughs> Yo, that sounded so wild. True story, though. I thought maybe, like, that sounded like something um, Tesla was probably going to end up doing once this pandemic was done. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, but that's a true story that happened back in 1986 in Denver, Colorado, exactly 34 years ago today, believe it or not, which is crazy. John, your thoughts about uh, this whole uh, Stan Hansen thing? I agree. Yes, definitely no question about it. Okay, and our final match, Howard, hopefully we will be hearing from Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, here on episode 248, as we will give you the number one more time. Oh, never mind. Oh, that scared me. I thought it was you first, John. Thank <laughs> you. 
Indeed, when the levy breaks, all hell begins to pay, ladies and gentlemen. And joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 248 right now, the man who finally put his 27 dresses away, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, and still has a few in the closet, Howard, as he's refused to come out of it, let's just say. Let's welcome him, ladies and gentlemen, from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. The man who told him not to go to Foxborough, but uh, basically, Howard pleaded and groveled, let's just say, and I'm sure a lot of people did the same. Let's welcome him in now, ladies and gentlemen, the one who's going to Chad, welcome to 248. And first of all, like I said, I didn't plead and grovel with him and all that. Uh, we were saying, well, we were, I finally told him, I said, Cam, uh, it's academic at this point. Uh, North Carolina no longer wants your high name because like, all you keep doing is losing in games. So if you want to go up there and be, become the next Tom Brady, you go on right ahead and just become the sellout that you, uh, that you are. So. I have talked to him. We got somebody a whole lot better, so there you go. Yes. Well, one thing is for certain how we talked about already, how is what is happening this week with Fighter Fest, of course, the whole McIntyre Lesnar debacle. We talked about the contract signings coming up tonight. Uh, let's get your thoughts, however, as far as some of the stuff going on as far as that goes. Uh, well, um, first off, I could have over here in the story that you posted that you talked about about Gals and Anderson. I actually posted that story on um, the Revolution Radio page. Uh, there was, at that point, right now, kind of a considered a at this point a very strong rumor. It appears, like I said, it looks like pretty much it was pretty much nothing more now than a done deal, as you as you just mentioned. Um, now, um, of course, that would be a that might kind of boost up impact a little bit to probably get them back up there around with uh, uh, AEW and um, and what's left of WWE. <laughs> yeah, uh, other than, <laughs> there's not that much left of it right now if you really think about it. Um, but uh, but basically from what basically from all I've what I've I've heard here. Um, I tell you what, everybody's just pretty much. Uh, everybody's just is 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 is, 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 is baffling. It's also wild, and furthermore, like I said, uh, I think a lot of this, like I said, would be probably been a whole lot better if if we just simply just stopped in our tracks and just, like I said, just give this thing an opportunity to just. Simmer down a little bitty bit, and who knows? And maybe by now we would have been out of this thing, and we would have been somewhat back to normal. But no, a lot of people were just so blame anxious, and they just wanted just to jump right back into the thing. And of course, uh, you know, talking about uh, your situation up there in 
in Pennsylvania, J.D., as yeah. I mentioned here before, that went into effect last Friday afternoon and will be in effect the last I heard until July the 17th. Now, in North Carolina, right now, our esteemed governor, who I would probably like to personally go to Raleigh and choke the living crap out of, um, <clears throat> and uh, who knows, so there's a lot of people that probably want to join me, who knows, uh, made it mandatory for everybody to wear a freaking face mask. Now, my personal take about it here is, I'm going to say this one thing, and I don't want to take up too much time, but I'm just going to say it flat out. Take your time. I understand if you're in the medical profession. Make it simple. I understand if you're in the if you're in the if you're handling food. I understand that part of it. Okay. Uh, and and also I can understand, like I said, if you're a senior citizen, then of course you might get extremely susceptible to this. To, to, to this pandemic, which I said that a lot, a, lot, a lot of senior citizens could, and also a lot of folks with pre-existing conditions. Yes, I get, I get all of that. Fine, they took precautions on that, and that's good that they did. But like I said, don't spoil it for everybody else. For crying out loud, now everybody has to suffer just 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 simply just simply because. That you know they might have seen a, a little bit of a spike in this overhyped flu bug. I mean, it's just it's just absolutely 100% dynamite, you know, crazy. And and also the story I heard that you're talking about that that they've started opening up stuff in France. Uh-huh. Well, well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about that. Let me tell you something about that. You know, if they want if they want to try it then Lord help them, okay? So, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to be able to tell anybody the right stuff anymore because they're just, they're just, uh, uh, they're just, they're, they're just simply, like I said, just going to do do whatever they wish. And all because it's like I said before, they've come to a point they're getting tired of being bolted, bolted, uh, uh, you know, stopped up, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. kept up in their homes. Or They're tired of it. They need to get out and do things. Right. And like I said, I mean, they're relaxing a lot of stuff, and that's, and, 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 and that's good. But the thing about it is just, just don't, you got to do it for certain people, fine, but don't spoil it for everybody else. Plain and simple. I agree. Well, speaking of spoiling, how I know you have a lot to talk about, so I'm going to let you have the floor for a few minutes. I will be back in a few minutes, guys, so hang tight. I'll be back shortly. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much, J.D. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, June 29th, 2020, uh, 4.29 p.m. Eastern Time on um, <clears throat> episode 248 WWS Raw Radio. Of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here. Of course, to give you, of course, a quick update as to what will be taking place here in the radio network this week. Of course, uh, don't forget tomorrow after Wrestling Revisited at 7 o'clock, 139-926-pound. Revolution episode 853, of course, news and views, history and birthdays, and also our thoughts and opinions about tonight's Monday Night Raw, among a lot of other uh, great things here. Um, And uh, Shaq is actually going to whip J.D. Uh, No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, that, uh, no, that, uh, we're, we're, we're picking on that, uh, Shaq. Don't, 
Unless you, you want to, but that, that's up to you. So <laughs> uh, uh, the episode eight fifty two of Revolution tomorrow night, starting at nine o'clock, one three eight zero five five pound. This went, of course, this Wednesday after outside the ropes at six thirty, one four one three eight seven pound, and wrestling debate one three nine nine two five pound at eight o'clock. Revolution episode uh, eight fifty. Let's see, what did I say? Eight fifty four. Yes. Um, news and views, history and birthdays. Also, of course, a, uh, the our official results for AEW and NXT, and uh, and plus some other uh, interesting stuff that may take place here. Who knows? Uh, be sure to listen in on that on Revolution, of course, this Wednesday night. But who knows? We might have some more fun things here as well. Uh, this Thursday, of course, NWO Wolfpack, uh, episode 261, I believe it is. Uh, one, like I said, one three eight five two one pound. News and views, history and birthdays. Also, of course, a, uh, our thoughts and opinions about AEW and NXT from this coming Wednesday, and also some other fun stuff here uh, that uh, we might, of course, get into here as well. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep you apprised about that. But don't forget that's Thursday night starting at nine o'clock. Episode eight fifty five of Revolution this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. One three eight zero five five pound news and views, history and birthdays. We are going to make, we are still trying to get this arranged, but of course the challenge that was made by the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, to the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, as you know from the NXT In Your House Prediction Title Challenge, of course, I did place And joining us on the line right now, we see the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, has joined us now. Mitt, good afternoon. you got John, myself, Shaq, and Chad. The Keel Neal is on the line? Yes, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Um, anyway, we. Uh, <laughs> good to see you, man. Um, anyway, then I'm gonna fish his right pass, and I'll then I'll swing it back over to JD, and then uh, Shaq, you can actually take JD in the back and just pop. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we're we're still working on we're we're still talking with MLD to try to get this re- arranged. But, of course, uh, we have her set up to defend the NJPWS Wrestle Kingdom title against the Iceman and J.D. Stone at the challenge. And he wants to try to do that this Friday night. So, hopefully, like I said, we can get MLD here on here on Friday night. We'll get this match taken care of. Um, keep in mind, guys, that so far we've only done, I think, one match off of all of this. And uh, just to give you all a heads up here, uh, as a matter of fact, Shaq, you do have an opportunity at a belt. Actually, it's against uh, it's actually against John coming up here at some point here. Yeah, we might need to get that arranged. Good mm. night, John boy. Yeah, the the uh, the ROHUS uh, Glory of Honor Championship. Um, so. Uh, so, like I said, y'all, like I said, just uh, hit me up whenever y'all want that to give that a whirl, and we want to try to do that this week, too. Who knows? Also, don't forget Power Hour, of course, this uh, Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, 141364 pound. Of course, uh, an update as to what we uh, what we did this past week here, of course, in Radio Network. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Saturday's rest of history and birthdays and some rest of news tidbits, firstly, of our friends at ProLovingMania.com. <clears throat> Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out everything we've got posted on all of our pages, including, of course, like I said, uh, Sports Roundup, the Video Vault, Game Show Alley, uh, <clears throat> our tribute groups to uh, 
Johnny Carson, Don Rickles, and also Who's Line Is It Anyway. Also, of course, uh, let me see what else. Uh, of course, our page on this day where we've got like every, on this day, every on every, every Sunday, of course. Um, <clears throat> we got a lot of that history posted there and everything. Uh, also, Entertainment Cavalcade here, and I do thank Mitt for posting a couple more things on there for us. So I appreciate that. Uh, but, uh, but like I said, check out everything we've got. We got on all of our pages here. You'll love, you'll love what you hear, and love what you see, and everything like that. And like I said, any comments about any of it, please feel free to let us know. Also, ladies and gentlemen, on the page WWS Wiki Files, we have posted, of course, a link to the page on TalkShoe concerning all the past episodes of WWS Wrestling Profile, which made its triumphant return this past Thursday with a look at, of course, at the one from The Undertaker. Please go back and listen to that episode if y'all if you guys if y'all guys want to. Y'all will definitely love to hear. Uh, this was, of course, the Wikipedia page, which is also on that same page there as well. Be sure to check that out here as, as well, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWUS wiki series. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get it at 4.35 p.m. on 248 of Raw Radio. Let's go back out right here to the man who actually, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I just sent all those blame 27 addresses back to him because I don't know why in the world he wants to keep sending them to me, uh, but, they, but he looks a lot better in him than I do, and that's, of course, <laughs> yeah, man, you're Thank you very JD much, boy. Said, yes, yes, thank you very much, and we were just finishing up our fire festival. man. Yes. We were uh, talking about <laughs> we were talking about our prediction power. Uh, so oh, we are go over, we'll get your thoughts here, Mick Howler, as well. Uh, we already did both nights of prediction power. We were on one more match of night two, so let's get your thoughts uh, very quickly. Uh, Cody versus Jake Hager. All of us have got Cody. Who do you got? I have to go with Cody. All right. Akura Shida versus Penelope Ford. We all went with Shida. Who do you got? Uh, Shida. I'm back. All right, no problem. I have to go, I have to go take the Shida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, the Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. Uh, surprisingly, Shaq went with MJF and Wardlow. John and I went with the Jurassic Express. Who do you got in this one? Hey. I had to go with my buddy, Shaq, on this. Yes, okay. All right, the private party versus Santana Ortiz. John went with Santana Ortiz. Uh, John and I went, uh, surprisingly, Shaq and I went with the private party. Who do you got in this one? My balls. <laughs> and now we also oh, put on the line. Justin was fun. We'll get to Justin in a minute, though. But go ahead, Shaq. It was not Shaq. Sorry, John. Why am I? You met. Why am I slipping up now? Oh. Um, uh. <laughs> oh, Justin, we'll be in a minute. Hold on, guy. We'll be back to you. We'll get to you in a sec. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it right now. Mitch, Mitch, there we go. I got it. I got it fixed. I got it. Okay. Yeah, take your pick. I know. Go ahead, Mitch. You're on. Go ahead. Repeat that. Oh, I'm going the private, private party versus uh, 
Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. John went with Santana and Ortiz, surprisingly, but uh, Shaq and I went with uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn with Matt Hardy. I think they're going to pull out the win. Private Party. All right. And then the last one in night one. Yes. The last one in night one, and we'll get uh, also Justin Lewis Fleming's picks on night one here, too, in just a minute. Uh, Kenny Omega and Paige versus the best friends. I'm going with the best friends. I see a heel turn coming on Paige. I've been saying it for months. I think it's finally going to happen here. But uh, surprisingly, however, uh, we have two going for Omega and Paige and Shaq and John, however. And uh, I'm going with the best friends on this one. Who do you got in this one? Um... Omega and Omega. Okay. All right, Justin, welcome to the show. You got myself, Shaq, Mitt, John, and uh, Chad right now. Uh, what about this? You haven't missed Have I missed anything? Over... Nope, we're just going over the Fighter Fest predictions right now. I'm trying, and... to, um, I'm trying to show start at three, at three something. Yeah, that's okay. We're just doing our predictions right now. We're just getting our Fighter Fest predictions in two. Uh, let's hear who your predictions. Uh, we'll go with Cody versus Hager. Who do you got? Cody. Akura Sheeta versus Penelope Ford. Uh-huh. Sheeta. The Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. I know. Jurassic Express. Jurassic yep. Express. Okay. Uh, Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. Private party. All right. Omega and Page versus the best friends. <laughs> what? Well, repeat that again. Omega and Page versus the best friends. Chuck Taylor and Trent. Omega. All right. Now we go to night two, however, and Mitt uh, will start with you on night two, however. Uh, Moxley versus Cage. I'm going with the. I'm going with the upside. I'm going with Cage. All right, Jericho versus Cassidy. Apple juice. Uh, Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't say anything. Did y'all say? Yeah, no, I heard you, but I didn't hear Mitt. Go ahead, Mitt. What were you saying? Jericho. No, somebody said apple juice. Yeah, Chad said apple juice. I heard Chad say apple juice. Uh, Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. <laughs> Who was it, Joey? Joey Janela versus Lance Archer. Lance Archer. All right. Justin, let's go with you for these three same ones. Which ones do you got? Mm-hmm. Make a pardon? John Moxley versus Brian Cage. Who do you got in this one? Uh, I like Brian. Brian, I like Brian. Brian, Brian Cage is a good athlete. I'm gonna go with um. I like Brian. Brian I like Brian Cage. Um, Brian Cage. But I'm gonna have to go with uh. Moxley. Okay. Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Grape juice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I got a question. Sure. Is there such thing as a Judas in a circle juice? 
I don't know if there is, but there could be. You never know, Shaq. There could be. I'm going to do myself. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. That's what bubbly really is. <laughs> Pineapple juice. Jericho. Jericho, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Here's one. Uh, let's go with Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Say it, uh, say it again. Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Um, Joey Janela. All right. Uh, this one, however, we're all back on the same page with this one. Uh, Zach already said his answer, who it'll be, Howard Nyla Rose. I said it's going to be Sheeta. He thinks it's going to be Awesome Kong. I will ask you first this time, Justin. Who do you think Nyla Rose will face in night two, and who will win? Um, I think Ny- I think Nyla. Yes, who will she face? Hmm? Who will Nyla face in night two? Um, I think uh, she, uh, she, she, Carol Sheeta. Yeah, who will she face in? Uh, she'll, she'll face Sheeta, and you think Sheeta will win? Pineapple juice. Yes. Make your, make your turn. Boy, having fun today. I don't know. All right. So, like I said, hello. All right. And, uh, Mitt, you were up on this one. Go ahead. Which message is this? Uh, Nyla Rose will take on who? Well, consider I was right at the last pay-per-view of AEW about Brian Cage. Yeah. I'm going to go with my guts again here. Um, it's a bold prediction. Um, Tessa Blanchard. Well, Tessa, I know for a fact, has already been in discussions, we understand, with WWE. I don't mm-hmm. believe Tessa. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. So he's going to, he's going to, he's going to test the plan guys. Okay, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. All right. We're back on the same page with our next one, however, mind you, however. And, uh, Shaq, I'll start with you on this one. Cole Cabana in the Dark Order versus SoCal Uncensored. Who do you got? Wait, wait, you asking me about boom, boom, Cole Cabana? Yes. Oh, wait, didn't I give you a prediction about that match already, or? No, 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 we were on this, we, we, we were caught up to this. Oh, match. oh, okay, okay. We had two more matches. I think there. I had. Oh yeah, because I had said that. Um, SCU. We haven't seen SCU all three members in the ring in a while. 
Yeah. But I'm gonna go with Dark Order in this one. I think they're building some momentum, and they acquired um Anna J, and I think Anna J is gonna be someone to watch in that women's division now that she's in the Dark Order. It's gonna be interesting to see. I think it's gonna be interesting to see what AEW has in their women's division with Sheeta as champion. And I kind of even said, I think you give Sheeta a lengthy run as champion, see what you have in that division, see how good they are looking against Sheeta, and yep. then we'll go take it from there. Yeah, very good point. Very good point, indeed. I like your observation on that one. Mitt, what do you think about this one between the Dark Order and SCU? Dark Order, we win. Now I agree with Shaq. Okay, good pick. Uh, Justin, if you can hear us, we got SCU versus the Dark Order. Who go. do you like in this one? Beg, beg your pardon? SCU versus the Dark Order. Who do you got? We got two people for the Dark Order. However, Evil Uno and Grayson against SCU. I'm going SCU on this one, but Shaq and Matt, uh, Mitt are going to uh, uh, Evil, Uno, Evil Uno and Company. Who do you got? SCU. SCU as well. Okay. All right, guys. We're on the last match, however, and we'll get everyone's predictions here. FTR and the Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros. I was really torn on this one because I like three of the four teams in this one, but uh, I'm going to own FTR and the Bucks on this one. I think they're going to win. Shaq, who do you got on this one? All right. I think there's one thing that's going to happen in night two, and uh-huh. it ain't a super kick, but... It's going to be a mind-breaker party. I'm going with yes. the Bucks and FTR, and they're going to show Seto, Miedo against the Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade. Yes. So the Death Triangle and company take a hit this week. Okay. Very, very good pick. thoughts there, guys. Very good predictions there. All right. Uh, uh, Shaq, you're up next. Uh, I'm fine. I say Shaq. Why I keep blowing it today. Damn he it. He just went. <laughs> I know. I know. He just went. Thank you. I, <laughs> I am not. I am definitely not with. I don't know what's going on today, guys. I am so not with it today. <laughs> I don't know why I've been with this for the last 45 minutes or so. Uh, Mick, go ahead. You're up. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> not that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is who oh. again? Oh, FTR. I'm going FTR. You're going FTR and their company. Okay. And uh, Justin, you have the final call on this one. FTR in the box versus the Butcher and the Blade versus the Lucha Bros. Who do you got in this one? Um, say it again. FTR and of course uh, the Lucha Brothers versus uh, the FTR and the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros and uh, also the Butcher and the Blade. Who do you got in this one? Lucha Bros. So you're going to go with the Lucha Bros and company. Okay. Lucha. 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 Yes. Lucha and Butcher and the Blade. Okay. All right, very good predictions, guys. Uh, real quick, however, we're going to talk yeah, about... Yeah, I want to talk home. with the panel. Yes, by all means, go ahead. By all means, uh, find fire, fire, let's go ahead. So, away, I was uh, on, so I was on Jericho Little 
Stowe on Saturday night, as he does on Facebook yes. Live and YouTube. Uh-huh. And he claimed that an inner circle is better than the full horseman. Yes, you oh, that's to my bull. That, that is bull. Yeah, let's let's hear everyone's talk about that. That's a, that's a that's a good uh, topic to bring up there. Uh, made a very good point. Uh, I think it's bull too. I'll say it here now. I know Chad said it. Uh, Shaq, your thoughts about Jericho's comments about the whole inner circle full horseman thing? Yeah. Oh, Son, you, you have an observation. Thank you. Go ahead, uh, Shaq. Let's hear your thoughts now. Did he hang up? No, he's here. I can hear him. Shaq, can you hear us? Oh, yes. Okay, go ahead. You were saying about the horseman, the uh, whole thing that Jericho said about the horseman. Uh, that the, 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 the inner circle is better than the horseman. Your thoughts? You're saying who's better than the horseman? The inner circle. Okay, I'll repeat it. i repeat it. So, when I was on his little show he does on Facebook Live and YouTube, he claimed the inner circle are way better than the full horseman. I mean, inner circle looking pretty good, but like, close, better than the horseman? Nah, I don't agree with that. Because, like, the horseman was a different fucking animal. Yeah. I agree. I agree. No question about it. No question about it. Uh, I know, Chad, you weighed in on your topic, Howard. I know uh, John weighed in, too. Uh, Justin, what about your thoughts? Um, I think the... um. Horse, I think um, the horseman is better. Yeah. Good point. Very, very good point indeed. No question about it, however. I would agree there. Uh, another thing uh, with that is going to be brought to my attention, and uh, already uh, myself, Mitt, and uh, Shaq already discussed a little bit along with Chet. And just I'm going to get your thoughts on this before we wrap things up here and call it a day here. And by the way, we will have a lot to discuss more next week after the 4th of July with the two nights of Fighter Fest, if you will. Obviously, however, especially after night one of both AEW and the Great American Rest of NXT. Uh, your thoughts about this, Justin? There's been talk that Brock Lesnar might be going back after the championship, although Shaq has said there could be a triple threat with possibly maybe Orton, McIntyre, and Lesnar. But there's also been discussion that McIntyre and Lesnar might go back at it one-on-one at uh, SummerSlam with Lesnar winning the title. What are your thoughts? Who are you asking? Uh, Justin. Oh, Justin. Yeah. It's a bad idea. This is a bad. This is a bad idea. Um, have Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um. Yes. And um. You know what? I think. I don't know what's going on with wrestling right now. I mean. Brock Lesnar is going to destroy, destroy, destroy everyone. The monster is going to destroy everyone, every every wrestler, man. Certainly. Certainly. Well, 
Well, we're definitely going to be watching very carefully, guys. And we're going to be watching very, very carefully. Let's give you the number again as we're approaching 5 o'clock. Ladies and gentlemen, 1-605-562-0444-138744. Pound. This is episode 248 for the Monday before the 4th of July, June 29, 2020. The Human Suplex Machine along with Justin Lewis Fleming, Shaq from New York, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, the one and only King Club, Smith Patel, and of course, Mr. Dicey, Chad Hinshaw as well. Uh, with that said, guys, we're going to now go into our bar range of predictions for tonight. We know two contract signings have been announced for tonight. We have had no matches whatsoever, but our good friend Anel Patel did say there will be one match, at least he thinks in his eyes, it'll be McIntyre versus Ziggler with a 1.4. John, we will go to you first with your raw rating and prediction, and then you can plug the show very quickly. Shaq will go to you next, followed by Justin. Mint, you will go then. Chad and myself before we call it a day here. So with that said, John, real quick, let's hear what you got for saying tonight and what you got planned for the show this evening. All right, here's what I found out on Raw that okay. might happen. All right, please, go ahead. It could be Cruz and MVP, non-title. Uh-huh. It could be, hold on. It could be uh, Andrade and Angel Garza against the Viking Raiders. So, well, we can tell you, but we can tell you right now, real quick though, John. Yes, we can confirm now. According to Four Eleven Mania, yes, Paul Cruz versus MVP has been announced tonight. Also, however, it will be, however, yes, Seth versus Ray, however, as well tonight. And like you said, the Vikings will face Andrade and Garza tonight. Yes, you are correct about that. So, Andrade and Garza versus the Viking Raiders. I think that's my main event, and I give it a one point six. All right. And real quick, yep. let us know what you plan for tonight's show very quickly, please. What we've got planned for tonight is we're going to talk about what's been going on with WWE, of course. And what we also got going on is some, some Fire Fest predictions and results. Right. You're still here. And that's the bottom line because I said so. Sonny's still there. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you, John. Go ahead. I can hear you. And I'm done. Okay. Well, be sure to check out, as we said, John Groves Wrestling and Sports Incorporated tonight. He will have a lot to talk about, including the aftermath of Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Also, a preview of Fighter Fest and NXT. Thank you all very much, and I'll be back. I'll be back next Monday. All right, we'll talk to you during the week, John, as always, and, of course, later tonight. Thank you very much. Of course, we will see you next Monday on Raw Radio. So with that said, we're going to be checking back in with you later this evening as well. Certainly a lot to discuss. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at 11 p.m. Okay, uh, Shaq, you are next, however. We've already heard the matches, however, what's coming up tonight. Let's hear what you have to say as far as your raw rating prediction goes for this evening. Um, I'm going to go at raw. I'm like about... Maybe like a 1.5, something like that. And um, what stood out, stand out to me is you said there's like two contract signings tonight, right? Yes, Drew versus uh, Dolph and Sasha versus Asuka. Correct, yes. Oh, okay. I have a weird prediction. I think maybe EO might show up tonight on Raw just so mm-hmm. she can like intimidate Sasha heading into that match at Great American Bash. And then also, I think Asuka might show up at NXT at some point to help um, to help Io with Sasha. Yeah, very good point indeed, Howard. 
All right, thank you very much there, Mitt. Uh, Mitt, you are next, my friend. Howard, Justin will go to you next. Chad will go fifth, and then I will write make take us home. So by all means, Mitt, what do you got for tonight? I done. Mitt already went. No, Mitt did not go yet. However, we yes, heard from John. We heard from. Mitt. Sorry. Oh, I'm blowing it today. I really am blowing it today. What is wrong with you, bro? I don't know, man. Sorry. We already heard from... He had not had his soldiers. I, I know. That's very true. <laughs> I you're, you're right about that. Uh, I have not had that. You're right. I have, uh, we've heard from John. We've heard from Shaq. Mitt, you're next. Go ahead. Sorry. It's probably because he had got some from his girlfriend. Oops. That, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Um yeah, I kinda agree with Shaq. EO might show up to help Austin. And Dominic gonna show up somehow to help his dad. But somebody tell me he's going to turn on his dad. Mm-hmm. But, so. oh, that's a very, that's a very good possibility there. I mean, that's a very very good possibility there. Okay, and what is your number reached this week? One seven zero six. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Nine one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what we saying there, uh, <laughs> Sorry, what we saying now? Go ahead, I didn't quite hear that. I said nine one one. Oh nine one one, okay. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. God>. <laughs> We're messing I'm with Katie tonight. Oh yes you I'm are. Kidding. You're doing very well. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're good at I'm it. I'm kidding, it's gonna be one point four. One four. Okay, very good pick. All right, Justin, you are next, my friend. Go right ahead with your prediction, please. I think uh, Drew McIntyre is going to retain. All right. Who do you think he will challenge this week? Hmm? Who do you think he's going to fight this week? I mean, who's he going to retain against? What's your number? Uh, who's Drew's gonna fight? Yes, who's gonna who's gonna yeah, who's Drew gonna fight and then what's your raw rating? Yes. Um, one one point five. All right, that's a good number. And who's your who's your pick? Mickey Mouse. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Who's Drew fighting this week? Yeah, who's Drew going to take on this week? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, okay. Chad, you're up. Go ahead. Wait, tonight? Could happen. You never know. Non-title. Yeah, that's a very good possibility. That's a very good point. Hey, uh, Isaac. Be right back. Um, well, I got to do this, and I got to go ahead and jump off, but, uh, um, I really think it's going to be the contract signing with um, with Oscar and Sasha. Okay. I really think so. And and what I've been hearing, uh, and that too, by the way, uh, 
<laughs> that you know Io Shirai might get involved there. It might be kind of vice versa Wednesday on NXT. Uh, I almost had that contract signed, and but I'm not. I'm as for the rating. My rating has been pretty low lately, and it's really not going to budge that much. As much as I hate to see that thing dwindle, I'm going to have to do it again. And y'all are going to be surprised. 1.0. One Even one. Hey, um, guys, I'm going to, like, head out. I'm going to head out for the night, because, for the day, because, like, apparently I got to do something with my moms. But I'll try to catch most of y'all on for um, John's um Raw Post show. All right, sounds good, and we'll definitely be checking in with you throughout the week, Shaq, as always, and definitely next week also on Raw Radio. Definitely uh, be in touch. No problem. Yeah. Shaq, take care, bud. All right, Shaq, the list came from you. You too. You too. And, of course, we also want to thank, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. We also want to thank Mr. Dice Chad Hinshaw, our good friend Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, the King of Clubs from Patel as well. We, of okay. course, will be back, of course, uh, next week as well. I will go last, as I said, with my raw rating prediction. It is going to be 1.3, and I think it's going to be a contract signing. I think it's going to be McIntyre and Ziggler. I think we're going to see 1.3 this week, but we'll have to wait and see. So, on that note, folks, we will definitely have a lot more to talk about, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, next week, however, you definitely want to stay tuned. We're going to have a lot more to discuss, however, mind you. You definitely want to stay tuned, of course, next week, of course, after the 4th of July. We're going to have a lot more to discuss, including uh, the aftermath of Fighter Fest, ladies and gentlemen. We'll also talk about some other stuff next week. Of course, the first two uh, shows of the Great American Bash and Fighter Fest, of course. And then, of course, we'll also give you our feedback and opinion. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about some of our favorite extreme moments over the years, ladies and gentlemen, as far as wrestling goes. However, what does was good, bad, and ugly, let's just say, over the years as far as wrestling goes. So you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that, folks. However, we will have a lot to discuss next week as well. So, on that note, folks, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, let me just do this real quick. However, I do, uh, like I said, however, like I said, however, we're going to have, uh, like I said, a lot to discuss. So, folks, we will be back, as always, however, in the same time slot, ladies and gentlemen, however, let me just do this real quick. Hold on, I'm just, just checking something here to be, uh, like I said, that's that's terrible. Huh? Like I said, uh, like I said, however, like I said, here we go. Uh, let me see if I can get it going here. Uh, where is it? Uh, do this real quick. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I like I said, uh, I had it here. Shoot, where the heck is it? I'm sorry, guys. I'm just trying to get the closing thing going here. Okay, like I said, we will talk to you, of course, next week, folks, however, in our same time slot with Shaq, Mitt, myself, and Nell, Mr. Dicey, Chad, inside Gerard, JML, Jeff, Rhonda, and Michelle, Fonzie, of course, and the rest of the gang. Don't be, sh- be sure to check out John's Facebook page, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, however. We will have a lot to discuss, however, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, like I said, coming up this week with a lot more to discuss. And be sure to sign up sign up today on John's Facebook page on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated for the Firefest predictions and get your name into that as well. 
So, folks, we will talk to you again next week, however, with the King of Clubs and the rest of the game. So, for now, for Mr. Dice, Harry Chad Hinshaw, for the King of Clubs, uh, Mitt Patel, for the, uh, of course, uh, the human suplex from John Gross, for Justin Lewis, from me, and yes, from Shaq, the loose cannon from New York, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, saying we will catch you on the flip side soon. Have a great week, and stay safe this holiday uh, week, and don't be safe, like I said, don't do anything ridiculous, especially with this heat and humidity. We will be back in the saddle again next Monday at 3 p.m. with another edition of Raw Radio. So until then, we are ready to say goodnight to you all and saying so long. We will see you on the flip side very soon. And now, here's our closing theme for the evening. Hey, Jay, um... Yes, Justin, before we close up, uh, closing theme, you have something to add real quick. Go last, fr- um, last Friday, what was that? Um, that was, was that Wendy Williams last Friday? You playing at the, when, the show, when the show ended? Uh, what on uh, Revolution? Pink? Yeah. No, that was Pink. That was Pink. One of her songs. It called a song called "What About Us." In fact, you just gave me an idea here. In fact, we're gonna play that right now for you, Howard. Here is Pink right now. But "What About Us" is our closing theme, Howard. So let's close it out, Howard, with Pink, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, as we're gonna play for you right now. This was actually a very unique song. And I'm, try- I'm trying to get this song going here. We're going to play it for you right now. Uh, I think I was going to like this song. No, it's uh, one of uh, it's a very unique song. So, folks, uh, Justin uh, was asking about a special song we did last Friday Night Revolution Hour and thought it was Wendy Williams. No, it was not Wendy Williams. In fact, it was Pink with one of her uh, very special, unique songs. It's called What About Us. So now we will close it out with Pink here on this 4th of July week, Hour with What About Us by Pink.
Indeed. What about us? Take care, gang. We'll see you soon.